You got a Batman. You got a Wonder Woman. You got an Aquaman. You got a Flash. You got a Cyborg. Do you got a Superman? Maybe. We'll find out. All of this and more when we talk about the big hit of the year. Justice League. We'll see how it fares here with a guest and maybe some cameras on a very special review. Review. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and one out of town guest, just for one day, (laughs) give you our big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm going to make Dave CG out my beard. (laughs) (laughs) And also Ghost Hunter Dave. Ghost Hunter Dave. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Dave, thanks for being here once again. Absolutely. You know, for a while, you were the great white unicorn that we could never get on the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm tough to book. You know, I've got a pretty <laughs> And then busy all of a schedule. sudden, you just seem to be not busy, because anytime we ask, now you're usually here. I think I've been on twice this year. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always here. That's right. Two out of the 52 times that we do this show. Yeah. That's like a good percent. And most ever. of the time I'm here, I just refuse to be on your show. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I just drive around the block. We yep. put one of those ball gags in your mouth and just like sit you up in the corner that's right me and courtney just got one of those it's going great (laughs) bdsm ta-ta for now (laughs) find out more at the top of the hour (laughs) and speaking of the top of the hour guess what we got going on tonight jt you told us just us league league (laughs) uh how'd it fare in these fellows eyes it's gotten mixed reviews out there right now tell you that a little off the top if you want to know what i think i'm just you gonna dive right hey, 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 <laughs> got all these notes Classic guys ghd move like he's jesus. never listened to the show <laughs> jesus oh uh, i'm offended by that i listened to your last show <laughs> this morning good so i've listened to four good thing that's I, good good thing i put my guns away because dave almost jumped them oh. whoa oh boy whoa topical <laughs> i don't know yeah gun control could guys. we Come on. could we guys could we get could topical we? thanks for asking dave yes we can uh now aquaman was a member of this justice league saw him in the trailers saw him in all of the movie guess what uh in his own movie they are not going to be using the same talking technique in atlantis you know when mara made that so bubble are we going whatever. into the movie no this is we... just a little tip off the <laughs> tip off the iceberg because i could talk about the movie teasing the movie oh. just a little bit it kind uh, of assumes a viewer has some prior knowledge of the movie well you assume they would go to atlantis you saw him swimming in the trailers a little bit right i guess yeah, i don't remember much of the trailers maybe this was a bad one to bring up right off the top maybe we could have added it to the discussion all right we're starting over guys <laughs> five. <laughs> so that's good Moving on. Um, <laughs> that was it? <laughs> Listen, I told you I didn't have much today or whatever. <laughs> um, James Wan is just saying, nope, you're going to do something different. What has he got up his sleeve? Who knows? I hope they do a lot different. Because <laughs> we'll yeah. his swimming sucked. Yeah. He just was a torpedo. We'll bring it up. More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll 
we'll bring it I up. I need to keep that in mind because there's a, a certain swimming versus a certain running, and I want to know, have a discussion on which is worse. <laughs> if the creators oh, have ever swam save or it, run guys. in their life. Save it, guys. Okay. Uh, Jude Law, uh, recently seen in maybe the young Pope. <laughs> no, it's King Arthur. Right? Was he in King Arthur? Yeah. And he was in Young Pope. Young Pope. Young Pope. He will be starring in Captain Marvel. Marvel's Captain Marvel uh, in a lead role opposite of Brie Larson. Scroll? Maybe. Getting scrolly? Young Some, Scroll? I'm guessing that he may be the OG Captain Marvel. Captain mm. Marvel, who dies of cancer. Ouch. All that power. Man, that's a dies bummer. Of cancer. Yeah, real bummer. Maybe it'll be like uh, just the beginning of uh, Guardians again. They're just going <laughs> to reuse that scene. <laughs> yeah. But they'll CGI <laughs> over Jude Law's face. And, and then and, Brie Larson and, and will be CGI'd over that kid's face. <laughs> and, then they, and then they have C- Jude Law grow a beard and they CGI out the beard as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And make him look like human Shrek. <laughs> uh, so what do you, uh, you, we said scroll, we said original captain. What do you, what are your, uh, what are your guesses? I think it's going to be the young Pope in it. Oh, he could be young Pope. <laughs> could be a dick and just be young Pope. Yeah. It. He's going to be the young Pope. Think he'd be progressive. He is not. No. I didn't like young Pope. He's, he's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you see young Pope? I didn't. I, uh, I heard mixed. It was mixed. Mixed to ugly, and I say ugly. I didn't like it. Mm. I uh, I was intrigued by the trailer, but I thought the same thing you did. He looked very progressive. Yep. I hear the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Got enough way to, to watch. S- way to step backwards, young poop. Oh. <laughs> More like young poop. Got him. <laughs> More on that at the top of the hour. <laughs> uh, JT, you a fan of Arrow? Dave, you a fan of Arrow? The no. F- the Flareoverse. Nope. All right. Never seen it. Maybe this will pique your interest. Is it that the creator got in trouble for sexual allegations? No, but maybe more on that later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Does this maybe want to make you tune in? That Billy Joel will make an appearance in Arrow. No. Maybe being the piano man. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to insert like a Billy Joel song? (laughs) I love that. Got no reception except from me. Just waiting for you guys to do anything. It almost makes me bum that Dave isn't recording this. <laughs> uh, I was proud of that one. Moving on. Uh, we got boys club news, boys. Yeah. Mm. This is always a fun topic to bring up. It's so much but fun. But at this point, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh Joining the boys club with Kevin Spacey and Weinstein and all those other fools. Uh, John Lasseter is also yep. possibly joining. Now, this is allegedly, right? Or is this like a real deal? I've heard multiple accusations. So, and Rashida he's... Jones stepped out because of him? Oh, really? She re- stepped oh, out that, of Toy Story got, 4. I heard that kiboshed. Like, I, th- she, I oh. think she came out and said that it wasn't true. Well, yeah, I mean, you can back up and edit that out. But, <laughs> but there has been, like, multiple allegations from women that, like, work at Pixar that said that, like, when he hugs them, like, he, his hands kind of search. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> For, like, car keys? For, like... More more huggable areas? Butts? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's one of them. What a creep. Ugh. <laughs> Nuts about butts. You mean... Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I haven't heard too much that about it. That is a it. weird hug. Yeah. Like really? I've heard, like right? he like an octopus hug. <laughs> like he he likes to like put his hands on like women's knees and like their thighs when he's like talking to them, and then like he goes in for kisses when it's not really warranted. Ooh. But yeah. it's not usually not a good sign when like the minute a first allegation comes out, you immediately step down from your position. <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, I got another one added to the boys' club. Danny Masterson of. That's kind of old, though. I've heard that one, though. I have just recent news about it. So there's four rape allegations against Danny (laughs) Masterson. (laughs) And uh, his publicist, who's a a woman, Jenny uh, Weinman, or Weinman? Woman. uh, Says that because Danny Masterson was in a relationship with two of these four women, that it's not rape because you can't rape a partner. Yeah, that was like a thing, like what, in the 40s with married women? Yeah. Also, so she said progressive. that because Danny Masterson is a Scientologist, he wouldn't use drugs to drug women to make sexual advances on him. Which... What about the other two women? <laughs> the... Oh, Sorry. he raped them. They were. <laughs> yeah. Danny Masterson's publicist came out and said, and I quote, have you seen how they dress? They were asking for it. <laughs> Just a slew of things coming out. And now that I know that Danny Masterson is a Scientologist, I can't take him seriously. I'll watch all those episodes of The Ranch way differently now. <laughs> I think Elizabeth Moss is a, a Scientologist. Ugh, well, I don't know much of what she does. She was in Handmaid's Tale. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The yeah. Mad Men woman? Yeah. Yeah. For whatever I've reason, that too. you said Elizabeth Moss, but my head went Catherine Heigl. And I'm like, oh, I can see that. <laughs> but then I'm not sure why you would bring up Catherine Eigel, and now I know it's completely unwarranted because you said Elizabeth Moss. I pictured Elizabeth Shue from Leaving Las Vegas oh. and Hollow Man. God. <laughs> but she's not God Elizabeth bless Hollow Moss. Man. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, that's... Uh, I don't want to end on such a dour note. So you got any, anything else to pick us up after that? Let's talk more about Hollow Man. All right. Oh, that's a, that's a good movie. <laughs> I've never There's seen There's some Hollow rape Man. in it. So, I mean, we're <laughs> if we're just branching off on that topic. Good. Let's play with this. Yes yeah. and. Right? <laughs> I, I'm unfamiliar. I'm going to try and steer away from the rape. <laughs> no. Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man. Yeah. And he he, are we, are we he, now he, doing he's a, not in the boys club, is, is he? I don't hope not. Doing a, oh. a Think of all the movies that would be tarnished. Kevin Bacon <laughs> with news. Oh, like half the cinematic catalog would be wrecked if Kevin Bacon was admitted to the boys' Seven club. Seven degrees away from rape. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Seven charges of sexual uh. assault. Has any of you guys seen the Murder on the Orient Express yet? Not yet. I heard it's getting only fair reviews, though. Yeah, I've heard mixed as well. My mm-hmm. parents saw it. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. My right. boss saw it, too. He said it was... Uh, he likened it to going to a uh, like a grandmother's house, sitting down at like a giant jigsaw puzzle, uh-huh. and not really wanting to do it, but like playing along, uh-huh. and then to the point where like you're not enjoying it, but you have to kind of see it through to the end. And then that when it's done, when it's done, you're glad that you did it, but you never want to do another jigsaw puzzle. Huh. So there's a review for the box. <laughs> It's like a puzzle I hated, and then I finished it and thought it was a puzzle. Well, speaking of which, they're making another puzzle. 
they're doing the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express called Death on the Nile. All right. All right. Is it so. an actual literary sequel as yeah. well? Yeah. Oh, yes. Agatha Christie. It. Mm-hmm. Tearing it up. Yeah. Do you ever, uh... the uh, same detective from uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh. Anyone ever read any of her books? No, I don't think so. We read one in school that I loved. Like, I've read it again after school. It was, was uh, and then there were none, Mm. a.k.a. Ten Little Indians. Mm -hmm. And it's fantastic. And the BBC did a uh, three-part adaptation of it, like, Mm -hmm. a year ago. Mm. And it is amazing. Oh, yeah? Like, great production values, great cast. And it is fantastic. Like, one of the best movie-ish things I've seen in a while. Wow. Really good mystery. Murder mystery. To check it out then. It's good. Check right. it out. Check it out, everyone. You too, JT. You check it out. I will. You first. <laughs> Shit. You tell me how it is, and then I'll make it. giving me watch. homework. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fuck Scientology, uh, Tom Cruise got injured on the set of Mission Impossible 6 again. Jeez, again. Delaying the production for God. longer. He's All got right, mummy so. movies to make, guys. Come on. Yeah, come on. Oh, man. Take him out of the game yeah. this early <laughs> in his career. Yeah, I think he should probably stop doing his own stunts. Yeah. What is he, 60 or 58 or something like that? He's, I think he's in his 50s at least. Oh, yeah, at least. But uh, Jackie Chan still does his own stunts. Barely. It's a contest. <laughs> Tom and Jackie. They're going to wait till they gonna get keep... to the old age home together. <laughs> They're trying to flip over their wheelchairs or whatever. <laughs> but I can make it to breakfast first. <laughs> uh, didn't he injure himself on The Mummy as well? Or was that just something that like collapsed when he was on it? A close Critically, call. he injured himself quite severely. <laughs> A good one, Dave. Thanks. Yeah, the mummy do was, for one. The Mummy was... Did you watch The Mummy? Yeah, it was it's completely awful. forgettable. It was a movie that you could stop watching it halfway through and be like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I could either watch this to the end or I could be done now and my, it would be fine. Like, my review for it was I wasn't hating it up until the end being a complete and utter cop out. Yeah, it was just, it was just, meh. I want to say, like, I heard. It wasn't horrible. It was just, like, it's almost worse than being horrible. It's just a waste of your time. <laughs> The ending is awful, though. It's the worst possible ending they could have given it. And it killed their second try at the Universal Monster universe, yeah. too, because I've yeah. heard that they're done with that again. Yeah, yeah. the two, like, uh, the two headliner writer guys. Now I can't even think. It's my it Kurtzman? Is that his name? Uh, it's in my news Orchie, from, like, Oki, last week or the week before, Oki, something like Oklahoma. that. I don't know. They did the Transformers and Spider-Man and all those. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, they're out. They want to do their own thing. Maybe they should continue on now with those guys out. They're not really a silver bullet. That's very true. If we want to go into the monster lore. Well, then a silver bullet would probably kill something. They're yes, not that's a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> or They're not Wolvesbane or Lightning or, or a cross or running water. Creative individuals. <laughs> that's probably the best. <laughs> the best analogy. Uh, speaking of franchises. Oh, all right. Uh, we talked a little bit about how uh, Disney was in the talks of maybe acquiring Fox. Yeah. 20th Century Fox. Well... Two other studios have put their name in the hat. To, to buy pos- Fox? Yes. Universal and Sony seem to both be showing interest 
in acquiring Fox. If anything, somebody needs to buy both of them. Walt Disney will buy them. (laughs) (laughs) Walt Disney posing as Universal and Sony is trying to buy Fox. (laughs) What? What have they done recently to warrant that type of acquisition? Nothing. Cricket chirps. Mummy and Spider-Man? Spider-Man was okay, but it's like... (laughs) Fast and Furious, yeah. Is Uh, that Universal's... Or yeah, is that, is that like their big one? Yeah, yeah. What does Sony have? They had that joint with <laughs> Disney with Spider-Man. Yeah, but I don't even know. But that didn't even make like gangbusters or anything. No, and who knows how it was even split? But I don't know. I don't know what Sony's done. I want to say I did see something of them this year though that was okay. But then probably ten other things that were not okay. I thought I heard that with that split, Sony got like all the. Ticket sales and profits and Marvel got the merch like, or something. Yeah, the merchandise. Yeah. Oh, good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, yeah. Disney, a juggernaut. They, they know mm-hmm. how to do it. I uh, got some Quentin Tarantino news. Oh God, boys club. He's not in the boys club. <laughs> Thank, Thank God. God. In fact, <laughs> although he's probably the most likely candidate, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing something to distance distance himself from the boys club, as you know that he's very close with the Weinstein's when it comes to putting out his movies. Yeah, uh, he is now finding found a new studio to oh, go okay. through. Sony. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be good that, for Sony. Yeah, it could be good for Sony <laughs> for his next movie, which. I've, it's supposed to take place like in 1969. It's about Manson. Yeah, well they <laughs> like they say that it's about Manson, but I've heard something where like he's come out saying that it's just it's not just about Manson. Yeah, I think it's like the the atmosphere of the Manson killing. Yeah, and Sharon Tate is like a main character in it. Oh who yeah, was killed by the Manson family. Hmm. In other news, Manson died. <laughs> he <Hooray>! did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Unless Dave, you did think that was a good thing. No, that's good. I thought I thought your cheers pretty much covered it. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry. over here like God, these guys. <laughs> we both said yay, and then you took like a nervous sip of your beer, and I'm like, wait a minute. I was trying to think of a joke, but it was just that whole like, well, you know, now Trump needs to find another uh, joint chief of staff or something for his. Uh, Got him. You know that that old thing. <laughs> totally Trump, works. Trump Topical. jokes. Yep. They always work. They do. Uh, 20th Century Fox, going back on them in their X-Men universe. They mm-hmm. found a new addition to the X-Men universe in oh the form of James God. Franco playing Multiple Man. All right. And his own spinoff? Yes, I believe he's getting his own movie. Oh, how about it? I don't know. if He's interesting. I like Franco, actually. Yeah. It took me a couple movies to warm up to him, but he seems very off-kilter. Yeah. And I, I like that about him. Only does what he wants, and then he just does like a goofy comedy to make money to do what he wants. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I can respect that. Oh, yeah. Do his art house movies. Yeah. Has anyone seen uh, his Tommy Wiseau movie yet? I don't think it's out yet. I think it's like next week or something. Yeah, oh, is it? I, I... I want to check it out real bad. Yeah. Just seeing The Room recently, I was just like, yeah, I need to see it. <laughs> There's a good uh, Comedy Central roast of Franco, and they were kind of talking about his career choices, and they're talking about, like, the standard, you know, one movie for me, one movie for the <laughs> studio. And for Franco, they're like, one movie for me, six movies for no one. <laughs> uh, I think it was 127 hours that turned me around on him, because he's great Yeah, that in one that. was good. Yeah. That's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, but then you, like, I don't... 
there's something he did after that. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, like uh, the interview. Like, mm, yeah, I didn't see that. It was okay, but it was like, I don't know. It got so much hype on it because like it got taken down off all the streaming services or whatever. Because Over, like, like nothing, right? Right. Well, no, it got taken out of all the theaters. So they oh, yeah, it, that's So they put that's it up right, on streaming right. services, and then you and me got, like, super geeked out about it and, like, bought it on, like, PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, we went and bought it, and then the yeah. next week it was, like, free on Netflix. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Multiple I man. I think he'd be a good multiple man, though. He's, yeah, like, me too. weird enough that I think he would embrace the different personalities. It just seems to me like it would be very close to Legion. Yeah, I can see that. And th- there's only, like, one good multiple man story, like, out there. Is that the X Factor run yeah. that Peter David did? Yeah. Yeah, where he does, like, a private detective office. Yeah. That would be cool. Like, yeah. maybe that's what they do. That'd like, be okay. do a noir type of uh, X-Men movie. I just have a hard time, like, if it's just by himself. I mean, James Franco, I think, is enough to get people to go see it. I bet they'd bring in a couple supporting characters. Kind of so. like how Deadpool had a few... Like C listers, yeah. C but I mean, multiple man is already a C lister. Yeah. <laughs> so like, maybe they need like <laughs> D. Hugh Jackman. In it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I think it could be cool because they're like no one has any real attachment to it, so they can do whatever they want. They're not going to piss anybody off. That's true. That's kind of the problem with all the big things. They're so careful not to offend anybody that they don't take any chances, <laughs> and everything is very bland. Sure. But it either works or it doesn't, in other people's cases. Yeah. But, yeah. I do, like, appreciate the 20th Century Fox is trying to do different things. I just hope they... It pays off. Like, the New Mutants thing, having it be, like, a horror movie. The trailer looks like a generic horror movie. That's what I thought. Knowing that it's, like, a mutant movie is interesting, but if it was just, like, a horror movie, I'd just be like, yeah. Yeah. Seen it. And then, like, one of the mutants is a werewolf, so it's, like, weird. I don't know. That's already a horror. But, like, all horror movies, they all kind of look the same, but they're, I think they're very, like, different in terms of how they come off. Like, a really shitty horror movie could have about the exact same trailer as a really good horror movie. It's just a matter of how it comes out. Well, that's not good. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Just saying. In my opinion, it's not very good. Don't judge a book by its cover. All right. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> uh, I got a rumor for you, Troy. I want to open that rumor mill. Uh, I guess with all the talks of ba- of uh, Ben Affleck not really liking being Batman anymore. Or loving it sometimes, <laughs> but then not liking it. Who knows? Uh, there's talks about a replacement form, or Matt Reeves finding a replacement form for a standalone Batman movie. Mm. That person being possibly Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. Hmm. Uh, I heard, I think somebody, some other podcast said this, and it totally, like, threw me off, because I never heard about it until they said it. But do you think that they would replace him as being Batman or would they like have him be like Nightwing or uh, an older Robin? I don't know. I feel like in this, if they're keeping this universe, uh-huh. they could like maybe kill him or have him retire and then have Nightwing take up the mantle. Yeah. And still have or, Batman. Or they could like 
for other Batman stories, they could flash back to the 20 years that he's been active and do, like, past stories and have a younger actor. Yeah. So they could get rid of Aflac two different ways. Yeah, that's But true. still make Batman stories in that continuity. Yeah. Which I don't even know if they're trying to keep it in continuity, but... I don't know. I feel like Flashpoint will really kind of set the bar for what's going to come after that. Yeah. Like, all right, we love Wonder Woman. Keeping mm-hmm. that, we're going to get rid of Batman. Right. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. It's just them doing whatever they want. Yeah. Which is okay, because, like, we heard um, a while ago that uh, the Batman movie that was going to be made was going to be, like, a standalone thing. And Matt Reeves was, like, taken, like, incorrectly by saying it's not connected to the DC Universe. Which it would be, it just wouldn't connect to a thing as a whole. Like, it'd right. just do its own thing, and if they wanted to touch on it in, like, a later movie, they could, because it's just there. To... And, like, I was thinking about that today, or after I saw Justice League, rather, and I'm like, you know what, that would be okay. if it's they just all movies should be. <laughs> yeah, like, the Marvel formula works, and they have all this connecting tissue to lead up to something big. But, like, it doesn't hurt anything just to have a Superman movie or a Batman movie or a Wonder Woman movie. And if you have them all come together, just, like, take a little bit from here and there. But you don't have to, like, make them all connect. Because then you almost, like, pigeonhole yourself into having to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman was the best one so far. And the only connection to that is the first two minutes of the movie. Yeah. And that's it. And that one scene where they take a photograph. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I don't know. I'm I'm okay with Warner Brothers doing that. So if you just want to do your own standalone Batman movie where you totally pass the torch to Jake Gyllenhaal and then he shows up later in another Justice League movie as taking the role of Batman, I'd be okay yeah. with that. Yeah. They, I mean, they do it in the comics every 10 years or so, <laughs> yeah, so why Dick not? Yeah, Dick Batman sure. for like a year. I then... like Gyllenhaal. He's part of my boys club. Sure. <laughs> up there with the, up there with Ryan Reynolds right. for boys that I would allow to write me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. But uh, I feel like Hall has a really goofy lower half of his face. I don't know how I don't know how he would look in the cowl. Hmm. He's kind of kind of a weird looking guy. Yeah. I think he would be a know. great Peter Parker, like when he was gonna replace oh, yeah. <laughs> potentially replace Tobey Maguire. Right. Yeah. I don't know about Batman though. I don't know. What if he beefs up a lot? I think he could, but I just feel like his voice and everything, unless he really, like, you know, gets into character, which he's an actor, so I guess that's his job. <laughs> I, I like him, but I don't see him as Batman. Maybe yeah. as, like, a Dick Grayson Batman. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't see him, like, taking over as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know. That sounds but, good. you know, whatever. I, like, yeah, when they what? cast... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. This, none of this really matters. No. When they cast Affleck, <laughs> I liked him a really lot. Keeping, you're really keeping it close to the best on your review for Justice League. <laughs> I liked Affleck a lot when they cast him, and I really liked him in v- BVS. And then after Justice League, I was kind of like... What I just said. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'm I'm good with him. Like, we had him. Mm-hmm. He did fine. Yeah, and we can touch him more on it, that. if they change it, then... That's okay. Yeah, because that was a note I kind of wanted to bring up uh, when we start talking about Justice League, uh, all the characters and Batman in general. Yeah. Um, any more news, JT? Uh, I just got like a interesting little nugget of news oh, from okay. Blade Runner 2049. Give me that nug. I guess when uh, Denis Villeneuve was originally casting all of the roles, his original idea for the role of Jared Leto's character was David Bowie. I heard that. Oh, David Bowie. That'd be... Friggin' sweet. I know. That'd be great. Yeah, like, just think about it. I'm like, oh, God. 
It, that'd be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. So if you already hate Jared Leto, imagine your disappointment when you heard that that was originally going to be David <laughs> no Bowie. No shit. No shit. Oh, oh shit. But, um, yeah, I think that's all my news, Troy. I would be keen to see the Bowie. Uh, that's what they call him. The Bowie. <laughs> the Bowie. Uh, well, JT. But I do have a bit, though. Oh. If you want to do a bit. Well, we got that theme. We might as well. We gotta. We gotta use that theme. <laughs> we got that theme made by our biggest fan, Dinosaur our Neil. Biggest fan. You know what? I would say Jude is our biggest fan because he writes in from down under. Yeah. So, push aside, Dinosaur Neil. Yeah. All right. Fuck off, Neil. Here's your song <laughs> <laughs> for Neil's bits. <laughs> People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bids. Listen to that wonderful guitar work. It's just it's perfect. <coughs> Can you record like a whole album? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I ask every time. We play. I, think, I think three more people died over the course of that, that intro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna play it again, oh, are you? Man, he's gonna have like a complex. <laughs> uh, Troy, one of the founders of ACDC. Oh yeah, I, Malcolm I, Young. I heard about dying this. at age 64. <clears throat> yep, not very old. No, no, but I think he, I he's not think, bad for a rock legend. Though. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, and I think he was like diagnosed with dementia, like around age 60. So it was oh, like was more of like a more of like a. <laughs> A blessing in disguise. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Dementia sucks. Yeah. <laughs> My grandpa had, like, Alzheimer's and, like, just started losing it. And that was no fun to really oh, yeah. go there and have him have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So it is it's a, it is kind of a blessing. Mm-hmm. For but, sure. But, uh, well, yeah, that's but, too bad. No, ACDC, just, what well, can you say? They're the best. Fantastic. They're the best. Dave, agree to disagree. (laughs) They're one of the best. Yep. You know I like weird, shitty music, (laughs) Troy. I do know that. I mean, they're no. They're no. When I said you're the best, and you just started squirming, like (sighs) I can't, I can't, I can't. It's their show. It's their show. (laughs) I mean, I mean, they never made a Neil's Bits theme. (laughs) That's very true. But I mean, and they never will at this. uh, (laughs) This right. (laughs) But I mean, you know, they did some good stuff. They did. Oh, well, there you, go. you will be missed. Malcolm Young, may you rock on in your small schoolboy's uniform in heaven. <laughs> Looks like they're going to have to get back in black for that funeral, huh, folks? Oh, Too soon? <laughs> it very much is. <laughs> Man, I'm thunderstruck with disappointment. Hell's <laughs> bells. Oh. Hope that funeral's not done dirt cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. That's all um, I got. Big balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a great oh man. Yeah. There we go. Nailed it. Well, it's done. All right. Solid. Here's the trailers coming up <laughs> this last week. Uh, JT, I got about three. When I say about, I mean exactly. All right. Well, you go ahead, and if I have anything that you don't say, I'll say it. 
Uh, Dave, have you seen any trailers this week? I, I know you so. have because you you asked us about two of them before the show oh, started. Then yes, I do. <laughs> Would uh, you remind me what those trailers I have were? I will. Uh, the first one, a, a bit of a teaser, mm-hmm. but The Incredibles 2 yes. had a bit of a teaser come out starring little Jack-Jack and Mr. Incredible. Uh, I like this because it doesn't really show any of the movie. It just like oh, yeah. reminds you that it's still there and it's coming. But Jack-Jack using like his weird random powers or whatever and Craig T. Nelson coming and scooping him back up. God, I'm excited for Incredibles 2. I like that they leave a little mystery. Like, is his name Jack or is it actually Jack-Jack? <coughs> or is it Jack and they just call him Jack-Jack? That's very true. These are the questions that I hope the sequel <laughs> <Hopefully>. finally addresses. <laughs> finally, so we can really put a nail in that Really coffin. diving deep into that storytelling. <laughs> Get to see that birth certificate. <laughs> Uh, Are you going to play a Trump on Jack-Jack? Mm-hmm. I want to see a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited for Incredibles 2. Have been for the last 10 years or yeah. whatever and needed to come out. Oh, man. I hope it's good. Cause, uh, Me too. We've definitely waited long enough for this. Yeah. I hope they didn't, like... I mean, it feels like it should be okay to come out now when, like, all the superhero sh- movies are coming out left and right. Yeah, but I, I just hope I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. I imagine it's got to have a little bit of a commentary on, like, the wealth of superhero material we have now compared to, like, there was cool. nothing when the, it came out. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun to see a little bit of, like, jabs here and there at stuff. Or maybe it just harkens back to a bygone era with not so many supers running around. Mm-hmm. That'd be all right. It's Brad Bird? Uh, yeah, I believe he's coming back for it. Yeah, I think so. I'm not he's 100% on that. Yeah. And, like, he's... He's not like a box office darling or anything. No. But he's always really unique. And yeah. Like the stuff he makes is great. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just doesn't always turn in a huge audience. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm always a fan of the stuff, except I never saw that one about Disneyland or whatever that he did. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. 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 It's really good. All right. Well, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, I... that's what you said uh, two years ago when I listed it as one of my top movies of the year. <laughs> Damn it. Don't ever change. That's one of Troy's catchphrases. <laughs> I'll check it out and then immediately forgets about yeah. it. Yeah. What's it called? Disneyland? <laughs> uh, He's but... probably been added to the boys club as we speak. <laughs> oh, no... God. No, Swipe please no, bird. No. <laughs> Keep that bird in your pants. <laughs> Uh, the second trailer I got is Rampage, The Rock, starring in another big, huge blockbuster movie yes. with, this time, three large monsters. Ooh, maybe more. Possibly. Maybe they bring in Rampage 2, extended cast. Oh, my God. Crab thing, rhino guy, and one-eyed like an alien? alien? Yeah, there was an alien. Oh, for sure. I was trying to scour my brain to see if I could come up with who was in Rampage 2. Because that's the one that you had. Yeah, we play that shit all the time. Yeah, and I, I couldn't think of any of them. I couldn't either. I remember. I, sh- I remembered one of them being an alien. That's all I could remember. Yeah, I've recently uh, shown my five-year-old son the joys of Rampage 2. <laughs> he dug out my original PlayStation. And <sighs> that was the first game he wanted to play. It's pretty repetitive. Yeah, but it's fun. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing the hell it's out like of it. It's like a fun party it. game. You just get like three people together and just destroy a city. Yeah, yeah. nothing brings people together more like destroying a city and eating people. <laughs> yeah. and this director doesn't do anything other than destroy the city with the rock as a helicopter right. pilot. <laughs> right. <laughs> And yeah. he is obsessed with just having the rock always in a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really saving anybody either. Yeah. Uh, 
The movie looks okay. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. No, I don't think it will. But, but like, I'll take my kid to it and he'll enjoy the monsters. Yeah, I think oh, it yeah. should be fun. But uh, somebody on Twitter posted a picture of The Rock from Jumanji and a picture of The Rock from Rampage. And he's wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> so, like, they were wondering if he was just filming this two movies on the same set. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but isn't isn't it a little offensive that the gorilla's white? <laughs> <laughs> that was an odd choice. I mean, come he's on! Not in the games, there's come enough on. black gorillas out there that need work. They have to cast the white one. Yeah, just whitewashing all gorilla uh, work. Come out on, there. guys! Lord. Whitewashing gorillas. Next, they're gonna have the alligator played by a crocodile. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Can you imagine? There's so many starving alligator actors out there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, looks okay. Looks yeah. whatever. Doesn't look good. No, not at all. But we'll no. see. The rock usually turns things around. Except for San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> or the Tooth Fairy. Or, or G.I. Joe too. Or uh the Scorpion King. <laughs> that was early rocking. That was first yeah. few rock that things. Pebbles, that was so that, that was when we were still smelling what he was cooking. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, very true. Uh, the last trailer I got, JT, unless you want to add more, is uh, the full trailer for Wrinkle in Time. Yep, that's all. That's all mine, Troy. You, Man, you nailed him. Nailed it. Nailed. Uh, starring uh, Oprah, <laughs> Mindy Kaling, uh, Reese Witherspoon, and some kids. Zach Galifianakis? Oh, yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Um, I read this book when I was a little too young, and I think I've said this before, and I didn't really think I grasped what it was trying to tell me yeah i think uh molly said she read it not too long ago and she said based on what she's seen in the trailer it doesn't look anything like the book that's what i'm thinking because like (laughs) i remember some of it and i'm like i don't know what is happening here at all yeah but who knows like she said she just read it recently and she was like this doesn't look like anything from the book no but they got that sweet Eurythmic Sweet Dream song in it, of which course. I fucking love. Oh, of course. was that what was playing earlier yeah. <laughs> when I was setting up the cameras? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard, like, what a re- is using Sweet Dreams now? <laughs> I heard like a review for like the trailer like earlier today, and then it's like, man, that kid that just weirdly slowly sings pop songs is getting a lot of work nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> right? Good lord. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect. I might... Uh, wait for this one. I probably won't check it out in the theaters unless it's getting like rave reviews. But I doubt it. But yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm probably gonna wait on it. Or I don't know. Maybe we'll do a we'll do a double feature of that in Tomorrowland. <laughs> oh, ah, how about it? <laughs> Maybe I'll come for that one. Two Disney movies. <laughs> Just how kidding. I won't even listen to it. That's fair. Take down a peg. That's fair. We'll do those two in on uh, the Punisher. <laughs> It'll uh, be three hours. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, before we get into Justice League, what about that rando movie? Oh, that's we right. Going on random GT? movie. Been following this action recently. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> only <It's> just now. <laughs> <laughs> only when I really need something to win is when I'll really throw in my hat. Oh man! And so please, this is going to be. Uh, could be a potential walkout, right? This could be. I just don't even talk about Justice League. Yeah, that, oh, that would uh, be all right. <laughs> I don't think that would be for the worst. Don't worry, Troy, because even though it, it got close at one point, I remember even showing you the yeah. screen clip of Little Nicky and Black Dynamite tied. <laughs> you sent me back. 
You gotta be fucking shitting me. <laughs> but they must have heard your cries because then it, it got it got up in the lead. So Black Dynamite, yes, coming out on top, out of sight, yes, beating Little Nicky. Thank you, Internet. Thank Christ. You come through for one time in your life. Little Nicky was the full-on downhill slope of Adam Sandler, it was right? The, yeah, it was definitely the start. Yeah. Like, that's what, after Waterboy, where he could do no wrong, everyone loved him, and then yep. Little Nicky just sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, I think I should... It, this this is good, right? And I had to, like, convince myself that it was okay. Like, Waterboy was the start of it, where it's like, he played an annoying character, but the movie was still funny, and then Little Nicky was when he was just like... I'll both be annoying and have the movie be shitty. <laughs> and I'll probably still make money. Which he did. It's just a test he's been <laughs> doing. Yeah. You're saying all you remembered of it was uh, the pineapple up the ass. And, and the tits was... on the head. That is also all I remember <laughs> of that movie. <laughs> and John Lovitz as a peeping Tom. No, don't remember that even. No? Okay. Then I've got no. one up I on do you. remember him coming out to ladies contest. night. <laughs> I do remember him coming out to Ladies' Night, which kind of refers to he might be the possibly the same character from The Wedding oh, the Singer. The Wedding Singer. He's losing his mind. <laughs> and I'm, I'm reaping, reaping all the, the benefits. benefits. <laughs> oh. oh, good stuff. He dead yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think they joke about it every Emmys. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do, don't they? <laughs> oh, man. He's going to be in the boys' club before this episode's oh, no. over. I love the that uh that uh Smigel uh cartoon short where of John Lovitz where it's just him repeating that's the ticket and it shows him getting like progressively richer and then getting progressively poorer. <laughs> and he just keeps repeating that's the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But uh, the next two okay. I got there, Troy. Did you happen to read the clues? I, I did, and I think I know one of the movies, but I couldn't think of the other okay. one. Okay, well, I said this one, it both involves, this one also involves two comedies and comedic duos. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I believe I said one of them involves uh, a classic comedy duo reprising their roles in a sequel to a previous film, and the other one involves one of the star's from one of the movies we did for our Secret Agent Month. Mm-hmm. I want to say... Those are bullshit clues. <laughs> <laughs> That's not giving me anything. But I, I do have the taglines. Yeah, let's if go. If you want to use the taglines to... The one for the first one... Uh, God damn it, it just locked out right when I... Uh, it's from 1995. Uh-huh. And it says, still yelling, still fighting, still ready for love. And that was for the, f- that for comedy the first duo. One. Yeah, classic oh, f- comedy duo. Fuck. Then I might, I might, not know the first one. Then what? What? What did you? Think I was gonna was say before? Black Sheep. I hope oh, not. Really? No, not that. <laughs> Do you want me to just give you the first one at least? Yeah. Uh, grumpier old man. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Yes. Reprising their roles from the first Grumpy Old Men. Didn't I watch this like a year ago and I said I got really sad about these movies? And oh, about man. <laughs> teared up? I want to say this one is just like the first one, but it, it's a little racist towards Italians. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. They were just old timers. That's how they talk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, got that one. And the other one 
the one with uh, one of the stars from uh, our Secret Agent Month. From 2000, the tagline is, The Classic Western Gets a Kick in the Pants. Shanghai Noon? Shanghai Nights? <laughs> Shanghai Noon is correct. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what do I Jackie win? Jackie Chan, Owen Wilson, oh, wow, getting in oh, there. Wow. Hmm. So what's this for? What's this showdown? Just for your own sick amusement? That and whatever wins the whole tournament, we review on an off week. Yes. At first, I misunderstood your whole premise for this. Yeah, and you thought we were going to review every single one of them. And I thought we were going to remove, like, yeah, take a whole year, no, and every yeah. off week that we had, would we do a movie from the tournament, and then we oh, no. pick the winner at the end of the year. Oh no, not so at all. So is it a bracket of yeah. sorts? And yeah. Is it being whittled down? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it would be like a fun way to just talk about random movies we watched throughout the years and talk about how shitty or like reminisce about how we used to like them, but now they are shit. <laughs> yeah. And so far, it's been pretty fun for me because I don't know what the bracket looks like. So I'd learn every yeah. week or whatever. Ooh. And mm-hmm. so it's been fun for me. Maybe grueling for JT. I don't know. <laughs> it's all for choice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Grumpy Old Men or Shanghai Noon for our next matchup? All right. I'm not going to uh, provide my opinion this time. Really? Yeah. All right. I just want to see what the conclusion is, and then I'll give my uh, opinion next week. Are you picking these? Yeah. Well, I I found an app on my phone that just gives you a random film, and I just keep (laughs) cycling through until I find one that's interesting, and then I add it to the bracket. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. All right. Very fun. Yes. Very fun. Quite fun. Peek behind the curtain. There you go. <laughs> That's right. That's how the sausage oh, made. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. I let it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have the first half of the bracket already filled out. Okay. Uh, of course, Richie Rich. Yep. Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Ooh, it's a good one. <laughs> one of the best of That's, the Friday the yep. 13th franchise. Forgetting, yep. forgetting Sarah Marshall and Black Dynamite all in the... Ooh. So one of those four will be in the finals of all the right. tournament. So it's not a terrible bracket. Not, not, not bad. Yet. Half and half. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 You ever seen Friday the Thirteenth Part Six? Jason Lives. I can't remember if I have or not. I I know what happens in it. It's the most tongue in the cheek of yeah. the Friday the Thirteenth. I uh, like I, there's a Friday the Thirteenth in October, and then there was a ton of YouTube videos about all the movies mm-hmm. or whatever, and so they explained about pretty much all of them. And I was like, I've seen that one, seen that one, seen that one, but I couldn't remember if I ever seen Jason Lives. But it seems like the most like I know what Jason or the Friday Thirteenth movies are. Yeah, and I'm just gonna like be campy and just oh, make yeah. all this sh- like. Yeah, yeah, if you could make a movie about the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> movies, that would be it. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm way pumped through to see like it. A, an yeah. '80s lens. Mm-hmm. That would be it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's probably one of my favorites too. To because I just just want to watch a fr- like a random out of nowhere Friday the Thirteenth movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Part four is probably the best, and part six is probably like the most entertaining. Okay, which one's part four? The final chapter. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> they only made six more after that. <laughs> and a crossover and a remake. <laughs> oh boy, that remake is no good. No, it's terrible. It is fucking awful. <laughs> I remember that came out around the same time Watchmen did. Mm-hmm. And being a Watchmen fan, I saw Watchmen, I think, three times in the theater. 
and saw Friday the 13th at one point in between those. Mm-hmm. Watchmen was like three hours. Yeah. Friday the 13th was like an hour 20. Yeah. And I was checking my watch so many times. <laughs> like, or it, Friday the 13th seemed like five times as long as Watchmen I, to sit through. I rented it on a whim, and I was just like disappointed in the $2 I spent on it. It's just like dull as fuck. <laughs> it really is. Like, it should be fun and just like over the top and... Or you could go, like, straight horror, but it was just, like, nothing. Yeah, they went to, a, like, explain too much about him. And I'm like, I don't need to know why he just appears and has... No. Un- I don't need to be told he's got tunnels. underground <laughs> tunnels that he must go in and sprint in, yeah. which I don't want to see Jason do. None of the kills were good. They were all just, like, a stab and that's it. Nothing And he creative. shoots somebody with, like, a common yeah. arrow. Yeah. I'm like, he wouldn't do that. No. But they had the bag on the head, Jason, which... You know, that's a good look. That's a good look. Part go. two. But fuck that movie. Yeah. You know, there there's 12 Jason movies. Mm-hmm. Not 13. There's 12. And they've been really? sitting at 12 for, like, since that one. Oh, man. That one just did... It just killed them. It's like, go on. You just need make one more, 13th. you idiot. Yeah. And it's, that one just stopped them in their tracks. Ugh. And I think it even did well. But they're just... Really? What is going on? Oh, Friday the 13th, part 13. We'll wait. <laughs> We're going to wait for the perfect they gotta time. Make sh- they got to make sure it comes out good. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to do like a found footage one. That wouldn't no, be any good. No, not for... No. But like, there's going to be one in the winter, which would be kind of different. Sure. But, like, yeah. none of them are happening. You already did it in space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that was it. You know, once you do space, yeah. you, know, You're on you don't go kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. hard to go back. Yeah. It's like, we already know where he's going to end up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in space in 300 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you say in the winter? Yeah, there's going to do one, like, in the snow. Jason in the snow. Well, there you go. Yeah. Before you go to space, you do one in the winter. There's got to be there's got to be a ski chase in yeah. it. Oh, thank <laughs> <hey> God. <laughs> Even better, a toboggan chase. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sled. Sled race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he come or like somebody's hiding from him and he comes out of a snowman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. The snowman even has like a hockey mask on it. Oh. <laughs> Carrot through the eye. Hire eyes. us. Why aren't we writing this movie right now? Oh, yeah, man. kill him, shoot him up style. <laughs> Carrot in the eye. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> that conversation out of the way, we probably should get to Justice League. Yeah. JT, got some stats for you, right? Well, should we turn we gotta, on the cameras? we got to... Turn on the cameras, Troy. You oh, guys, yeah. you that's guys, very true. D- d- just uh, explain the setup here while I turn on the cameras. You don't have to oh, pause. You don't pause for yeah, me. Yeah, right. here we go. All right. I did move. You're this a co-host. You, you moved it. You fucked up my lights. I fucked oh, up. Oh God. Hey, Christian Damn. Bale. Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, for this portion, we brought it up last week. We will be filming. Yep. This, so you can catch it on YouTube dot imperious rex is it show or just imperious rex i don't know just search imperious <laughs> show, rex. Maybe. Search, just, yep. yeah you look up imperious rex and you'll find it on youtube oh, yeah. so yes. you can see and hear us this time and it's gonna be one heck of a time yeah you get to see how drunk we are at the end of the show and how many beers we put in front of us all of that yeah you can see all the clutter around my art studio this is a look into our lives 
and I really, it was touch and go there until I listened to that episode where you said we were going to do it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> even though I was in the car by myself, I was like, fuck. <laughs> now you gotta I'll, do I'll it. I'll get the shit. You just seemed so, like, way gung-ho about it that I thought you were I'm always gung-ho while we're filming and we've had, like, 12 beers. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And then I get it and I have to edit it and I'm like, oh my god, this is unusable. Very good. Our vision episode. I don't know if that one's going to air. I didn't even remember we did one of those. We should read it again and do it again. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's a great good. book. Uh, all right. We're all on. Ready to go? Yep. Sweet. Let's do it. Solid. Uh, November 17th, 2017, Justice League debuted. Just mere days ago. With a budget of a rumored $300 million. That's not much. Domestically, as of uh, the 21st. It's, and that's including the reshoots, right? It they includes the reshoots. filmed it twice. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. It includes the second movie they made that's pretty much the exact same thing. Well, they were initially planning on making it two parts, so maybe they just counted that into the budget. Hey, who they knows? They filmed the same one twice. Uh, as of the 21st, domestically, it's made $111.9 million. Worldwide, it's made 296.9. so it's almost broken even with its budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 37%. IMDb has it at a 7.4 out of 10. And Common Sense Media, uh, the rating system for the family, yeah, has it at 3.5 stars, 11 plus. All right. <laughs> so, leave those ten, so leave those 10 minus kids at home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, so, JT, what happened in Justice League? Well, Batman's old and he killed Superman, so now he feels like he needs to round up other people that can do the job that he feels he can't do anymore, because he feels there is something coming in the form of a weird alien viking with an axe (laughs) that wants three boxes for God knows what. Terraforming. Okay. (laughs) That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's, All right. That's what I could gather from it. All right. All I could it. gather Very from good. it. Very good. Very uh, good. Dave, you have a variety of notes there. I do. Uh, let's at Right at the top, we'll do spoiler-free in case somebody has not seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And then yes. we'll go into spoilers. We can do a short spoiler, what we yeah. thought. Spoiler-free thing. Um, Dave, what did you think? What did I think of it? Yeah. God, it's, it's a million-dollar question, isn't it, Troy? <laughs> As you... <gasps> Uh, okay um wait before you say something important give me another beer try mm -hmm. okay do you want me to flip these cameras over so we're not tempted to gaze into our own wonderful but i like gazing in my own eyes okay just throwing it out there that and i don't pay attention got it oh yeah that goes to joel sorry the fuck (laughs) what am i your fucking servant (laughs) (laughs) all right so we finally got it that's right. It's out of the way. That's right. We can move on. Right. Um, the cast, all good. Yep. Everyone shines. They have their moments. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone got their moment more than most like ensemble team movies. Yeah, I didn't feel like really anybody got shortchanged no. in this. I could have like I felt like I could have used a lot more of them, yeah. but no one was like exactly what you said. No one yeah. was like left out. Right. Um most of the dialogue is pretty solid. Yeah. It's got, like, a couple kind of 
somewhat irritating Joss Whedon-y quips, but not as bad as, I would say, like some of the Marvel ones. Mm-hmm. They're not quite that lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And it has a ton of just, like, very generic superhero babble. Like, we've got to get the mother boxes to terraform the colonies and the, yeah, uh, like that type of thing. Uh-huh. Which was, like, to be expected, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was neither good nor bad. It yeah. was completely adequate. It was what it needed to be like the lowest the lowest percentage of what it needed to be to be classified as a win but yeah i would have loved it to be more than that i'd have anything a little bit more like notable yeah jt Uh, i thought that it was a little bit of a mess of a movie but there were some fun moments in it that pulled me back into it like the minute i was like starting to check out completely was when they would throw in something where I'm like, that was fun. And then they would go back into their same shtick of, all right, I'll wait for the next fun thing. (laughs) Yeah. I, I agree with, I think, I think I agree with Dave that, I don't know. It's, I think it's a movie that they needed in order to like maybe pick up steam, but at the same time it was jarring enough with the rest of everything that they made that it just, falls a little flat yeah like i I, i'm not (laughs) sure i it's even hard to talk about without getting into like really really specific i will say that it doesn't like you can almost tell what was reshot with joss whedon and what was made with Zack snyder like to the point where it is jarring I, I didn't find it jarring though because i found it for having it two directors (laughs) other than like a few points I thought it was pretty seamless. Even some of the comedy is very jarring. Like, there's some stuff in the beginning that's very borderline childlike. And then as it progresses, it gets more into, like, it feels like completely two different senses of humor at some points. I thought it, like, it started off decent. Mm -hmm. And as it went on, it was good and it was picking up steam. Yeah. But after, I want to say... After, like, the... I mean, we're spoiling it. So, the Superman resurrection. Yeah, that's everyone, not knows really Superman. Oh, yes, everyone knows Superman. After that moment, I felt like it just kind of went downhill. It wasn't ever bad, uh, but I don't think it ever got better. Yeah. And it was to the point where, like, it just got a little goofier, and, like, the characters were just a little quippier. And, I don't know, once Superman got in, it just felt like a lighter movie. Like, the yeah. stakes weren't as high anymore. Which is weird, because that's where it should be <laughs> highest. Yeah. I feel like this movie... I don't know why they can't just have, like, epic, inspiring, serious superheroes... Yeah. ...without having to make, like, a joke on every moment. Yeah, yeah Like, can't we just have, like, really great, like, adult... Or just earnest superheroes yeah, yeah. without having to constantly, like, knock them down a peg. Like, yeah. every moment that, where they have a chance to, like, call something stupid or, like, be like, oh, well, that didn't work. Or, you know, yeah, just, they, like, make yeah. them more human. Yeah. They throw it in there. And it's like, these guys should be, like, inspiring. They should be what you, humanity wants to be. Yeah, they, they should just be keep, more stoic, right? Yeah, they keep kind of marvelizing it where everything's, like, a joke. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't think this movie was, like, a, a huge overcorrection. 
But I did feel like it could have fallen in that at any point in time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> let's, before we get into spoilers, would you recommend seeing this in the theater, or would you wait? You're asking me? Yes, and also Joel, but I ended up looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, uh, I saw it with my five-year-old, uh-huh. and he had a good time. So I would say it's a movie that you can bring the kids to. Yeah, 11 plus. Absolutely. <laughs> but you, you would went against the grain on that. So. Yeah, well, he's... Five. He's, he yeah. reads at an 11 plus age Absolutely. level. Absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're knocking through goosebumps left and right in our household. Um, so, like, if you just want, like, kind of a, a dumb superhero epic, it's fine. Yeah. Like, bring your kids to it. Make it, like, mm-hmm. a family movie type of thing. Yeah. If you're expecting, like, this Captain America Civil War type of thing, I don't know. You're not yeah. going to get that. Right. I mean... If you're a DC fan that is really wanting to see the Justice League and you're fine with any iteration you get, go see it. Yeah. If you're very overly critical and you're not like a big comic book guy, you're not gonna find yeah. a whole lot to like out exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Like, obviously, if you're a comic book guy, you've been waiting for this movie for your whole life. So, mm-hmm. you're out of morbid curiosity, you're gonna go see it. Yeah. And even if you're like a slight comic fan, I would say go see it, but. If you're just a, a moviegoer, I don't think you're going to get much out I, of it. I can't see anyone loving it. Maybe that's the problem. Like, there isn't anything in it that I can see anyone being like, Yeah! Like, there... Justice League! This is what I've been waiting for! <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's fine. Yeah. You know, even if you really liked it, like, how can you say, like, this is your favorite superhero movie? Yeah. There are brief moments in it where I was like, that's really good. Yeah, that's really. But those are seeing them just, all together is like cool. We're yep. getting the Justice League. This yeah. is it. This is monumental. I yeah. will say, on a personal opinion, this is the best portrayal of Superman by Henry Cavill I've seen so far. Yeah, I also agree. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, but other than that, like how I described it to Molly, where she said that's pretty much on point, was it's like. Uh, Justice League stole Avengers homework and only had 15 minutes to copy it. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's really good. Where it's That's like, about as good as your all... BVS uh, <laughs> Ultimate Edition. Where yeah. you're... What was your analogy there? Oh, it's like the BVS is like uh, someone is stabbing you repeatedly for two hours and not telling you why. And then BVS Ultimate Edition is someone stabbing you for three hours, but they're telling you why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a matter of which one of those would you prefer. <laughs> uh, so let's go into full spoilers. And I'm going to guarantee you there's going to be so many nitpicks that it's going to feel like we're going to hate this movie. But um, I didn't feel like I hated this movie just right off the top. Yeah. Um, but let's get into it. So I heard that it needs to make $600 million to break even. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is not not good with that alleged three hundred million price tag on this thing, and all the production just, mo- like they've needed to go into. Like how do you get to that point? Like, you are don't... they trying to recoup Batman versus Superman's <laughs> costs? You don't too? get to that point without someone showing up at someone's office being like, "Uh, I did a bad thing." <laughs> if you push this button, you will get a million dollars, but someone somewhere will die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a movie about that. God. How many times can I push the button? <laughs> out of, uh, out of like, 
all of the movies that should make a billion dollars, I figured like Batman v Superman and Justice League should be easy contenders to make yeah. it. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. It's yeah. like, do people not care? I, I think they do care. I just think they got burned on something that like they weren't quite expecting, and they just weren't into it. And like with this Justice League, it just was so milk toast that it's just like forgettable. Like even going in today, I wish I would have taken notes in the theater. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I am. Tr- I was like, I think I forgot about half of this movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't do anything super groundbreaking, Mm-mm. and they're just trying to like get everything on a like just enough copacetic with everything that it's like from here on we can do something great. <laughs> yeah. But this is just probably gonna suck. Gotta get this out of the way. <laughs> yeah. There's- I do like that they didn't take the Marvel route and give everyone their own movie, because that would right. be torture, and they would yeah. never get to Justice League. No. <clears throat> but what they, I mean, I just, I'm glad they brought them all together and just got this out of the way, and then they yeah. said, like, all right, yeah. whatever whatever sticks, that's what we're going with. Right. And I, but I don't believe, like, the Marvel method is the only way to go where you yeah. need all these franchises to go into Avengers. I think you can start with Justice League, because they're the most famous superheroes in the world, minus, like, Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, everyone knows Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You can start with Justice League, and then from there, you can find tailor franchise movies with what people liked in that to their own, like, single individual things. I think that can work. Mm-hmm. But I think that the thing that Justice League went wrong with was that they acted like there were other movies before this. Because there were so many instances where they introduced people... And they would try to explain what happened to him, but I could not. But like connect. on the point with like Cyborg, like they kind of changed it a little bit from what the email you saw on BVS. Yeah, yep. Because I thought there was gonna be like a weird MacGuffin where like he was a part Mother Box in Justice League because yeah. it looks like the Mother Box made him in that little clip in B- Batman v Superman. And that was never addressed in this. No, so I mean, we can get into this in a little bit. Well, there is, there is, it is, is he addressed made of the mother box. I don't know. It is they... addressed because Steppenwolf. There's one point where he says, "Oh, she made you." Like right when he walks but up like, to him, it looks like the mother box like dissolved into him. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't exist anymore. I... Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was going to play more like they needed Cyborg to complete like the three. MacGuffins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's pretty much what it is. It's just a story of like these three things do bad some things. Let's yeah. get them before he does the things that will be bad. Because I'm fine. Because I could not follow at all what the fuck he was trying to do with those three boxes or why he was calling them mother or why it was like well, fucking like, like why he had some weird random zombie army that had wings that fed off fear. And then that's what made them turn on him, even though the, he made them. Like, even though everyone else has to be scared around him, so yeah. it doesn't make... Yeah. Flash should have been terrified through that entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He should have Just been... have him do circles around the area, <laughs> get all the parademons to chase yeah. him, yeah. and then go beat up Steppenwolf. Troy, as you were mentioning that this movie is very bland, Yeah. can I, can I have... Four, four and a half minutes to soapbox for a moment. Yes, you can. I'm going to have to refer to my notes here because I... That's very okay. Do it. I have this written out. Good thing this is just an audio meet... Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, my issue was the exact same one you had here. That Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't seem to be about anything. Yeah. 
and feel free to chime in here. Don't just let me oh, ch- talk the whole time enough, here. Fair enough. But if we're going through the Zack Snyder verse, mm-hmm. Man of Steel was about struggling to do good in a world that you've been brought up to believe can't accept you. Mm-hmm. Is whatever you think about the movie, that's what it was about. Yep. And about dealing with owing uh, allegiance to your race or to the adopted people that raised you and shaped your belief. That's the standard Superman story there. Yep. So it's about something more than just, like, fighting. Yeah. Batman vs. Superman, which has not gotten a ton of critical praise. (laughs) Right. But I think I personally enjoy it. Yep. And that's about a world struggling with the reality that a god is living among them. And when he's only viewed from a distance, like an outsider, how much can the general populace trust him? Mm -hmm. And the media and the perception of his actions are easily skewed, which makes him question whether or not he should be intervening in people's lives at all. Yep. That's one-third of Batman versus Superman. (laughs) Plus, you have Lex Luthor, who grew up with an abusive father figure, which has warped his perception on God in general. And he kind of takes up the philosophical dilemma of the power of evil, mm-hmm. that God can't be all-powerful and wholly good because he allows bad things to happen. So his father, his view of God, was an <laughs> asshole. Thus, in his eyes, God is flawed. Uh-huh. So he's irritated to see humanity embracing Superman as a god. So his goal is to show the flaw in Superman's character, that even this holy figure can do bad, and that's why he plans to make him kill Batman. Yep. So... It's more of just proving that he can make God bend to his will, in turn making man more powerful than God, Mm -hmm. which is perfectly in character with, like, the classic Lex Luthor. Yep. And then (laughs) you have another man, a Batman, who has been trying his best to police Gotham for 20 years at the cost of at least one Robin that we know about. Yep. He's exhausted from the whole thing. He's already questioning whether or not he makes a difference. Then this god comes into the picture and throws the entire world view of Batman for a loop. Mm-hmm. Alfred sums up Batman's feelings of helplessness and inadequacy while completely explaining his character's deconstruction in mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. He says, men fall from the sky, gods hurl thunderbolts, innocents die. That's how it starts, sir. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. 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 So Batman's flipping the paper here batman's only reaction is to latch out lash out get crueler in hopes of making a difference so he bat brands people he has a zero tolerance to criminals normally out of character for batman unless you watch any of the other batman movies well that's why that's, that's why i thought batman was one of the more interesting characters in it because he actually felt like someone who's been beaten down by the system for so long that he feels the only way he can make a difference is just full out fuck them over yeah it's like a future take on it yeah He's yeah been that's, pushed to his that's why i like that whereas like the superman one it didn't feel like it felt like there was some criticism about it but it wasn't like complete criticism like there were people standing up for him but mm-hmm. like the fact that he was only latching onto the criticism made him seem like kind of a wuss yeah yep and that's the only thing i didn't like about superman in it so like that that was batman versus superman and people yep. argue that like, you have to build the universe before you can deconstruct it, and, mm-hmm. like, Batman should be classic Batman. But, like, everyone knows classic Batman. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is Batman that's been operating for 20 years. Like, you don't need to build 
two or three movies to get to the point that you actually want to tell. Yeah. So I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. out of character for Batman, but we're seeing a Batman that has been, like, pushed to his breaking point. Mm-hmm. So that's what Batman versus Superman is about. That's yep. a movie that is saying something. Yep. And then Justice League... It's just a fight. <laughs> it really is. It's just a superhero movie. Yeah. But yeah. I do like what they do with Batman in, in Justice League, though, because they, they keep they change him from someone who feels like he needs to be this more cruel version of himself to maintain justice to now he feels completely inferior to everyone around him because now he sees all these people with all these powers and he's trying to find his place in all of it. But I never felt like that was actually what he felt. I felt like that was a course correction by Warner Brothers. I don't know. That's what I kind of got throughout all of it. Because he, he keeps repeatedly, like... It feels like throughout the whole movie he has a death wish. Like, he feels like he doesn't belong in this world at all. Like, he keeps talking about how, like, he fucked up by killing <laughs> Superman. And, like, how he needs to find these other people to fight the battle for him. Like, he, he, come, he goes in and he does what he can... But then, at, in the end, he feels completely inferior to all these people around him. Apparently, in the original Snyder Cut, that was, like, a reoccurring theme, that Batman is, like, almost suicidal in it. Oh, yeah. really? And at the end, like, he drops them off and then apparently embarks on, like, a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. And the League saves him there. So well, that's the what, yeah, that's what they do in this. So when the wrecking his car, yeah. I think they kind of beat that point down in, uh, or they beat that point home a couple times prior to that. Uh-huh. But it's essentially him being like, I I need to pay for what I've done, well, and like I don't have a place in this world, so I'm well, just going to go out. Well, that kind of sucks then, because like if w- that's what they cut out, then it just makes mm-hmm. seem Ben Affleck like bored to be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the feeling I got in some scenes where he's just like, he can't even like hold his eyes open, it seems like, <laughs> to even like be there. Mm-hmm. So like, that would help a lot if that stayed in there. And with the Warner Brothers mandate of it having to be two hours, I'm not completely against that because I didn't want to see a three and a half hour cut of Justice League, even though this was the movie that deserves to be like three hours long. At one point, it was going to be two movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if what if that's going to happen. To I'm perfectly okay with the two-hour theatrical cut, uh-huh. and then I'll buy the extended version on DVD. Yeah, like Hopefully I want to see that. Yeah, but I didn't need to see it in the theater. Yeah, and we were talking earlier before this too. Like, I think Warner Brothers would be stupid to not like have two different versions of this movie out because oh, yeah. i think it would sell like yeah. if they had the snyder cut out people would people would buy it i would yeah, buy it absolutely yeah. yeah so i don't know it's a little disappointing that he didn't get a chance to like send off his characters because he's essentially built this universe yeah you have wonder woman and suicide squad there on varying levels of success <laughs> but <laughs> right man of steel batman vs superman and justice league are like the main thread of the dc universe and he's had a hand in all of them yeah in this one it feels very much like they took it away and kind of didn't let him do what he had originally set out to do yeah that's tricky to say because with his personal things that went on with his like daughter and all that stuff so it's like hard to say like if it was the production studio or like himself bowing out but with a rumored 80 percent of this movie reshot yeah it's like uh, i don't i don't know i don't know what to believe Seems like a good studio cover to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, he had to leave for personal reasons. Yeah. Meanwhile, let's, let's sh- fix this movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's. I I, I would have liked a cut of this if it was like 
you all of the characters they introduce, you don't follow them to what they're doing outside of the group in general. Like I would have liked to just see this mainly through like maybe Batman and Wonder Woman's eyes instead of like going off in these off scenes where you're watching Aquaman talk to whoever Amber Heard is about some shit I don't even fucking know what the hell they're talking about. Very vague off scene. Very vague. Yeah. Do <laughs> not care. And then I I do kind of know Barry Allen's backstory just from what I saw in like the Flash CW show from watching that first season. But without that I wouldn't know why his dad's in jail or why he apparently might have killed the mom. There's just those scenes they throw in. Like, I just, I don't, it's like someone's like, okay, hold on, I'm going to do this real quick. Do you mind waiting in the car? <laughs> like, and then it's like, all right, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm just watching this. Yeah. Like, I would have liked it more as, like, they come in as, like, elements to help this go on. And then when they do that, then we go into, like, their own movie where they can get, you can get, like, an actual feel for what they are as a character instead of, like, a throw-in scene where it's like, Huh? Right? <laughs> Barry Allen talking to his dad? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they lean... I think they, even though they want to have a disconnect from the CW show, I felt they like lean pretty heavy on it with like the dad stuff being in jail for... Mm-hmm. That's like the whole first and second season of The Flash is that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I actually... Like, The Flash is probably one of my least favorite characters in this. Because, like... I just find him so annoying. And he's, yeah. like, not like the, like, he's not like the classic Flash, which I don't care. Like, it doesn't, I don't need, really, that interpretation of it, but he is just so annoying. Like, I never laughed at any of his little quips. I find him just, like, a little bitch. <laughs> like, I can't fucking stand him in this movie. Yeah. Like, even though he's got some cool scenes in it, because of, like, the use of his powers and stuff... I do not like Ezra Miller, Miller's interpretation of Barry Allen. See, part of the reason why I like Justice League is that not everyone is all-powerful. Like, I feel like in the Avengers, everyone is all-powerful. Even just the regular humans do off-brand, like, <laughs> superhuman shit. Like, you're just a secret agent. Why are you fucking jump, like, leaping from building to building? Like, you shouldn't be doing that. But in this, like, every everyone felt believable in their position in the team like that's why i kind of like the flash is like he is not this all-powerful guy that can fight people super wholeheartedly or like be super strong he's just fast so they just use that that part of him to get a mission done and he's scared shitless does not know what he's doing in the team but he's really he's the fastest person in the team and they use that to accomplish whatever mission they need to and I like the idea of, like, they feel like a team. Like, everyone has their purpose in the team. Whereas Avengers is like, you could send any one person from Avengers and they could do what the other person does. That's, yeah, that's fine. Like, I can see your point of view. I just, I just d- don't like Ezra Miller's take on it. And, like, plus he's incompetent. He trips, like, four times in this movie. He's tripping all the time. <laughs> it's like... Fucking Christ, man, if you're going so fast, but everything is slow mode around you, you think you just pick up your fucking feet every once in a while. I run all the time. I don't ever trip. And he's like, just running normal yeah. speed. Yes. Maybe a little faster than But him. it doesn't help that he runs like a douche, though, too. He runs like a flopping fish. Your tweet was right on when you 
tweeted about Justice League. How about he runs? Oh, I'll just let you see. He runs like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly the very last scene. He where runs like he's running through the city, just like, like arms flopping, running, running runs, like nobody ever has ever. Oh yeah. my god. There's an episode of Friends where Phoebe runs in the park and she just runs like a child. And that is how he runs. What are you doing? Like someone who's never run in their life. And that's kind of shown in the trailer, but I thought he was like whipping lightning around or something like that. Nope. (laughs) He just never has run correctly in his whole life. Maybe. No, I didn't get... I I was thinking, like, is he just, like, being goofy? Like, oh, I can run however I want! I'm so fast! <laughs> but it totally just seemed like, this is how we run, right, guys? <laughs> Maybe that's why Superman's as fast as him, because he just runs like a total dickhead. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. Cut through the wind. You know, make <laughs> yeah. some knives out of your hands. <laughs> get an edge on Superman. Oh, my God. His run was terrible. Awful. I, but... Uh, the, the part that I liked about this was, like, the team dynamic felt a little different than from Avengers. Like, I felt like they tried to at least do that different. Yeah. I felt like, like everybody did have something to do when it became as a part of a team. Like, yeah. people had, ne- like, different skills that was yeah helpful. And they also felt like a completely different team dynamic, whereas, like, the Avengers felt like a group of friends getting together to, to, to accomplish a common goal. Like, this felt more like a family dynamic, where, like, you have Batman... Who gives you his orders and is kind of distant, kind of like the father. And then Wonder Woman is kind of like the mother where she's like very reassuring to people. Like especially like when Cyborg or Flash are down on themselves. Like she always kind of comes and perks them up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Flash and Cyborg are kind of like the kids where like they're still kind of getting used to their powers. But they're still trying to find their place in the team. Yeah. And then Aquaman's the kind of like. Uh... Yeah, Aquaman's like the crazy uncle that shows up and like, <laughs> gets drunk and is like, hey, you want me to throw a trident against somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I did enjoy that they all had very like unique individual personalities. Yeah. yeah. And they seemed fleshed out. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Yeah. Like, it did seem like we kind of had movies of them already, even though we yeah. haven't. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to feel for the characters. And but it, it, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, it showed, like, everybody, like, had a variety of skills, too. So, like, you can kind of tell that maybe Wonder Woman and Aquaman are kind of on, like, the same power level. And I like that because they're both, like, emissaries of their respective races. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So they can kind of clash heads because, like, in Flashpoint, that's kind of like a a plot point or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they show, like, Flash is, like the quote fastest man alive but then you find out that like oh maybe he's just as like superman can just outmatch him because he's just as fast so it's like oh maybe he's got room to grow and then, in that respect superman could probably outmatch wonder woman and aquaman too in yeah terms but of i also liked when just superman in that is... one scene alone he outmatched everybody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and like i like that superman came back and he is like the best you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, like, the strongest. He can j- j- race the Flash. He can do all that shit. I actually really appreciated when everyone was fighting Steppenwolf at the end. When Superman came in, he just whooped the shit out like, of him. Oh, this guy? <laughs> oh, you yeah. need me to take care of this guy? <laughs> yeah. No problem. Oh, I, I'm I, sure we'll get into Steppenwolf in, like, a later discussion. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, just to go back on, like, I love... Like, it felt like like a legit family dynamic. Like, it could because Batman and Wonder Woman brought the team together like they did feel like the parents kind of manifesting this whole thing and then like i love that discussion between cyborg and flash where they're like 
were kind of like the accidents. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Where like they feel like they're kind of even though they volunteered, they kind of feel forced into it because of who they are. Yeah. Whereas like Batman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman kind of volunteered on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Even um and then Aquaman who doesn't have like a lot I guess no, of I backstory he's in kind of like the most undersold of all of them. But at the I I agree with that. But then I didn't and with like Momoa's take on him, I didn't really mind that it was kind of undersold because his movie's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, this is the next one. I want to say it is because I think it's filmed already. Uh huh. But anyway, what the little that I don't know, but the little that we saw in Atlantis there, I just I was like, yeah, this is what Aquaman it looks is like. like. I don't want to see it at all. Maybe that's why the director <laughs> issued that statement. We're like, we're not doing the air bubbles. We're not doing that because I thought the same thing. As soon as it oh, showed man. him torpedoing through the air yeah. or through the water, I'm sorry. Yeah, like wasn't even like dolphining or flipping. <laughs> no, he, he just, just shot through. Yeah. I'm like, that looks terrible. Yeah, like you're yeah. doing Aquaman. You're just putting Superman in water. Like, yeah. do something different. Yeah. Atlantis looked like dog shit. And it looked no, like everyone there nothing. didn't even... Like, yeah. like, everyone in Atlantis didn't even want to be in Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like... Especially when they have the whole scene where, like, they steal the mother box from there. Like, they don't really put much of a fight. It's like... Take it. I don't fucking. I hate this place. Yeah, they had like two guards guarding <laughs> yeah. it. Like, <laughs> better than when they got it from Earth when there was no guards guarding yeah. it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Atlantis. What? Yeah, it was nothing. It was like just a shed. Was yeah. it like in a shed of Atlantis? <laughs> is there more? Is there more of Atlantis it than that? Atlantis like, I know. Shed. little area. Like they didn't. They they weren't even putting like a strenuous situation. They were they were expecting someone to jump them, and they're like, "Up, oh, fuck, he's here." Oh shit, I'm. Well, we, we put up a fight. Guys, he we tried. <laughs> oh, well. We tried. Should we go? <laughs> Can we leave Atlantis now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's literally nothing here. Yeah, it looks like nothing, like no... She has to make a, a word bubble before we can even speak. <laughs> yeah. It looks yeah. Like, no, like no effort was made in I, Atlantis They couldn't have whatsoever. even, like, taken the Taj Mahal and put a blue filter over it and then <laughs> added, like, a little CGI Jason Momoa. Shit. Going in, like, they didn't yeah. even show, like, this big, epic Atlantis. Yeah. It no. was literally, like... A pedestal. It was like a blue <laughs> yeah. screen with a couple columns, yeah, and that was Atlantis. Like that's what I—that's why I wanted it to kind of be more of like they seem a little bit separate from everybody because then you could reveal Atlantis and like Aquaman's actual movie where they actually put the work into Atlantis. That must be like what they would doing. have to, <laughs> like they would have to because it'd have to be a big part of it. But here it was just like, well, we gotta show Atlantis. They'll get so to they, it later. But, yeah, so they fucking <laughs> throw together out. some bullshit, and then it feels completely forced. Like I would like, would like way more if it's like they all feel like outsiders, and they do this cool stuff, and then later on you're like, I want to, I want to see more about that guy or more about this guy, and then you get it in their respective movies. So did you take it that Aquaman had been to Atlantis before? No. He just knew where it was, and it was just there, and, like, they knew him, and he knew them. Like, Like, what was this? I assume so before he got there, and then he talks to Mira, and it seemed like he was just, like, never been there, or maybe only once before, and I'm like, what is happening here? (laughs) First of all, you got your shit stolen, and now you're going to have a conversation about arguing with each other, or maybe it happened the other way around. I can't remember how it worked. In this strenuous situation where something that you were bound by, like, life to protect, (laughs) now you got to be like, why don't you come around more often? Oh, I don't like my mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or something along those lines. 
But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not super excited about an Aquaman movie, even though I liked Aquaman in Justice League. I like James Wan. Like, he does yeah. He does good movies, yeah, so I'm hoping that he can turn it around. And he's got, like, a good artistic eye, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to pull something together here. It looks like the Gungan City in episode <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on the flip side... The um the attack on Themyscira was one of the highlights oh, of the movie. Yeah, that was an awesome scene. Yeah. That in was fact, fantastic. Everything with Wonder Woman in this, I really liked a lot, actually. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah the, her opening, like the movie kind of opens with her, or it's very close to the opening with her stopping yep. that uh, bank, or yeah. uh, the, not the heist, the... Explosion? The, yeah, potential <laughs> doomsday. <laughs> thing. Um, it seemed so out of nowhere. Like, she's just she just happens to be posing on this... Lady Justice across the street, like watching these people, apparently about to blow up money. <laughs> no, it was supposed to blow up all of London or something like that, right? Yeah, they said they had like four bombs, but the one thrown. What into happened the to air? the other bombs? <laughs> Maybe yeah. if they kill the main bomb, all the other ones just disintegrate. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, her stuff was good. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the Amazon stuff was like one of the best that action was sequences. One of my, yeah, one of my. It did have scenes. good action sequences throughout. Like yeah, all the action was well done in this. Yeah, I agree. Like even though I'm not a big fan of Steppenwolf, I thought the way they introduced him like made him seem like a very imposing force. Where yeah. he every time it felt like they got away, he was like yeah. always <laughs> one step ahead of them. Where it's like. How the fuck are they going to beat this guy? Chopping yeah. ground and punching horses. Yeah. <laughs> and then sure enough, like the first scene they show him with like the, the actual Justice League, he's like getting his ass kicked by like one of them. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck this guy. Then. Yeah. That and he looked like a PlayStation 2 cutscene. God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Oh, let's talk about Wonder Woman stuff for a little bit more. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to bask in it a little bit yeah. more. Yep. Yeah. That whole Themyscira scene, like when they... They actually put up a real fight to protect this mother box. That was great. Even to those, like, the only ones to put up a fight. <laughs> yeah. Those, like, women that, like, sacrifice themselves when they hit those pillars with a sledgehammer to, like, shut, like, the door in that temple or whatever. Uh -huh. Like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then, like, the whole lasso, lassoing the thing and then shooting with an arrow for them to catch it. Like, Just get it a little bit yeah. further away from I him. That's a heavy fucking arrow. I was, <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat at that whole thing. And, it looked, yeah. and I thought it looked pretty And I great. loved it because there was like so many instances where it's like, oh, good, they got away. And then fucking Steppenwolf would be like jumping over them, like yeah. jumping like a mile in the, in front of them. We're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it needed more time. of that. Like yeah. that was by yeah. far the best action yeah. sequence. If they could have yeah. like kept that yeah. like on your edge of your seat type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a good scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really tense. It had tension to it. it did like, yeah. Not not really anything else had that much tension in it. Uh, in the whole movie, I don't think. Yeah, and like everyone that fought him, like it, it felt like they were really legit putting up a fight, but he was just way too powerful for them. And I yeah. wanted more of that. Yeah, like everyone that fought Steppenwolf after that felt like they were kicking his ass. Yeah, yeah. Or like, or he didn't fight much of anything at yeah, all. Yeah, he didn't really fight. He just kind of like <laughs> stood there and took it, and then like got like knocked off of something, and then he had like more Boom of his tubed out of shitty ass parademons like grab <laughs> yeah. them with their shitty wings. Yeah, like I don't, it was just that was the only scene in there that made Steppenwolf seem like a badass. Yeah, I agree. Also, I'm upset like the boom tubes didn't like come out at you. They were like. Like the big blue beam in the sky oh, again. Yeah. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? Yep. <laughs> Not again. And it should make a boom. 
<laughs> They're boom tubes. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another action scene that I really liked is actually when the Justice League fought Superman. But only to the point where Flash realizes that Superman can see him. Oh, I that was that awesome. Part. I because I saw this movie with Dinosaur Neil, and I was like, "This is fucking cool." <laughs> <laughs> when like Superman, like you can see him peek over at Flash. Yep. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was look, great. The look on his face when he sees him too, like, <gasps> "Oh shit!" <laughs> I thought that was pretty friggin' sweet. That was very good. Yeah, and I can yeah. t- I can tell that that was a like a Snyder scene because Snyder yep. d- like does what. Who cares what you think about, like, his whole movie critique or whatever? But he does action scenes very well. Yeah. And that was, like, a staple of his. Like, of just a sweet, slow-mo, oh, shit, this is fucking sweet action scene. Well, the yeah. funny thing, like, he's known for his slow-mo, but he mm-hmm. did not use it at all in Man of Steel or BVS. Are you sure in BVS he didn't use it? I'm pretty sure he used it in BVS. I don't think so. I think the whole oh, thing no, is filmed. Oh, there's some slow. There's like, especially that Superman montage. There's a shit ton of slow mo. Oh, uh, I don't think he does an action though. Like, think right. of Watchmen, where like every fight is slow mo or 300. Yeah. In Man of Steel, the one where it's like, oh, I want to see like the comic book panel come to life. Yeah. It was all filmed through that type of camera angle where, or the camera trick where like it looks real and they kind of zoom in and make yeah. it shaky. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just like a bystander looking at it. Yeah. That was like the take they did for Man of Steel. And I think they did it for uh, Batman vs. Superman too. Don't remember. I don't think there's a ton of slow-mo other than like Superman saving the rocket and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Okay. But in this one, they fully embraced the slow-mo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. God, but so, so It works in but, some cases. Yeah, phases. I think yeah. they, I have no problem with it. Like mm-hmm. this type of movie, yeah, put it in. Mm-hmm. Show it off. As opposed yeah. to, like, the action movies where you, like, they shake the camera and you can't see what's going on. Like, it shows a level of production value there. Yeah. It's like a little pause on the action, so, like, just a little screenshot of, like, uh-huh. that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. I don't mind that. When yeah. Does that. yeah. Wonder Woman did it. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. Um, but that, after that, I do agree that it gets, like, kind of forgettable up until then. Because, yeah. like, they... Okay, so when they call him the big gun, Lois Lane, right? And she gets out of the cop car being like, Clark Kent of the Daily Planet (laughs) flying in the sky. And there's cops all around for some reason still. I'm like, what is going on here? And then, so he immediately like gets kind of like turned back to normal, right? Mm. And then he just goes on being Superman. He was really boring in those like scenes where he's just like, I'm like feeling corn. Standing in corn. Yeah. <laughs> he does not go in the house. Or he just stands in that cornfield the whole fucking time. The house was foreclosed. Would that have been better if <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a dream sequence, though? Because like, you're meant to believe it's like a dream sequence from the trailer, but it ended up being like real. Yeah. Good like, segue. Um, the fact <laughs> that Lois was Batman's secret weapon uh-huh. makes the nightmare sequence Batman has where the Flash tells him Lois is the key uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah. So he knew Lois was the key to getting Superman to mm-hmm. calm down, mm-hmm. <laughs> to calm his tits. Yeah, <laughs> that's very <laughs> true. Tits. So it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I I wish the Superman thing didn't like revert back like right away, but I'd still, it, I I know the movie needed to get going. Apparently, there's a cut scene there where uh, he's still kind of crazy and uh-huh. manic, and uh-huh. his powers are overwhelming. And he 
flies back to the house and when his mother arrives she uh starts telling him or starts giving him the speech that she gave him in man of steel Mm -hmm. where he's a kid freaking out and he can't won't come out of the closet oh yeah and she says like picture yourself as an island Mm -hmm. and she's calming him down she does that to him here again so it like harkens back to tissue yep Hmm. that's like i really like that (laughs) so that's why his mom had to come and she calms him down and eases him out of it but they cut it man that would have been (laughs) yeah when i read that i was like that would have been great because it did seem like you just snapped out of it like that like Sorry, I tried to kill everybody. <laughs> oh, Lois, but my here. upper lip has been acting really weird lately. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk. We'll about get to that. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Tr- I do want to bring up. Though, I've got that, like, notes. <laughs> I do want to bring up though that somebody posted a thing online where they said that uh, CG enhanced Henry Cavill with his mustache looks like human Shrek. <laughs> did you see that? No. Looks exactly like him. <laughs> what are you serious? It does. Someone did a side by side where like it makes his face look a little fatter, so he looks like a uh, human Shrek from Shrek Two. Send that to me. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to see that. Uh, um, what do you guys think of Cyborg in this? I know we touched on him a little bit, but like I, I thought he was okay. I still don't like that design, but like he neither did. <laughs> neither did anyone involved because he doesn't have it at the end anymore. No, and I'm like at that point. If you were going to do that and where he changes, like, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? Because, like... Why don't you change to be, like, flesh-toned <laughs> and <laughs> well, not a bumpy robot? He yeah. was just, like, so many polygons in that fucking mm. yeah. outfit. And, like, I just don't like it that, like, there's that, like, it's over-designed when it doesn't need to be. And, like, his joints are, like, really small. And I'm like... I, th- I like, kind of really like that. It was oh, almost like the Terminator exoskeleton, where or endoskeleton, where you like see the hinges on his joints. Yeah, I don't know. I just, but then it's like bulky and then like really tiny and then goes to bulky again. I don't know, man. Wasn't a fan. No, I I'm not a huge fan of his costume, but I it didn't like throw me out of it. I didn't mind the cyborg character. I just wanted like a little bit more out of him. I think. Yeah, I thought Ray Fisher did a good job. It I seemed just... like they probably cut a lot of his story. Yeah. Once I got past like the design of him, I thought he was a really interesting character because he he is basically like a character that has these powers that he has no idea how they work in yeah. the slightest. Like he'll wake up one day and be like, "Oh, I know how to." fucking interface with satellites pretty much <laughs> yeah like yeah. he like he could legit wake up one day and be the most powerful being in all of the world yeah and he will not know or he could wake up one day and be a walking nuclear bomb that destroys everything yeah like that he but and i think he portrayed that like that fear in himself where it's like he has it's almost like he has a disease that makes him more powerful but in the same sense could also make him evil or more destructive or he could almost lose all of his humanity in one day and turn into like a, some other complete different thing that just uses his body as a host. Yeah. I think they really dropped the ball on uh like giving the possibility that he's like possessed by the mother box or something yeah. like that cuz at right. times like Aquaman was very untrustworthy of him. Yeah. But nothing became of it. No. It seemed yeah. like they kind of missed an opportunity to like he's made of the mother box, right. kind of. You don't I really guess. know, but yeah. like that is why he <laughs> yeah. is what he is, and he can pick up alien languages and stuff. It seemed like yeah, yeah of he course says he has would that be alien language in his head, and mm-hmm. then it never yeah. comes up again. Yeah, 
But um, it seemed like there was a whole character arc with him that they just dropped completely. And, and with the new, like, so when the new Fifty Two launched and they had that first arc of the Justice League book, mm-hmm. it was kind of like how Cyborg ends up fitting in with the Justice League, and I thought that they were gonna take that in this movie to do kind of the same thing because like kind of it's pretty close kind of but like i i thought they were gonna almost have the movie from his perspective Mm. and like follow him a little bit to get to know him because they kind of everybody kind of knows everybody else so he would be have like yeah he'd be like the everyman right even though he's obviously not any man but a cyborg (laughs) but so i kind of thought they were gonna do that and they they didn't but it's also two hours long and they yeah. cut a ton of stuff out. Yeah. I heard they cut like him as a human where he was a football star. His dad wasn't going to his games. He was oh, yeah. driving home with his mom and got in an argument over his father with her and then like spun out and crashed the car, killed his mom, and got himself wrecked. Cyborg? Yeah, and then his dad <laughs> made him into Cyborg, I guess. Yeah. So they cut all that. And I think at the end, in the original cut too, Steppenwolf kills him. He tears him apart like he does in this, but it actually kills him. Oh, really? And apparently they take him to the Batcave after that, and Flash and Batman are saying, like, his physical body is dead, but his machinery is still, like, showing signs of functioning, so we might be able to jumpstart him. And apparently that's how it ended. Like, they were going to, like, maybe revitalize him, but then he would not be human at all. Oh shit! Which is like that's oh, interesting, cool. and there's yeah. some stakes too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody like actually died, a new member of the just that'd mm-hmm. be um, interesting. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, like I also heard that like in the in the original cut, like they even found a way to like make Steppenwolf interesting, where he was he wasn't like there to like terraform Earth, like he was actually this great warrior in space that Darkseid found and found a way to like pretty much hold him hostage by trapping his mom in the mother boxes. That's why he keeps calling them mother. Oh. So, yeah. like, the only way that he could release his mom from being held hostage in the mother boxes is to put them together, which ultimately destroys Earth. So it makes him a sympathetic character, but he's still a villain because by releasing his mom, he's destroying Earth. Yeah, I heard that too. So his mother box is the essence of his mother, Hegra, okay. apparently. And Darkseid is his uncle. Oh, okay. And he want his plan is to get an edge over his uncle. So he's doing all this to like try to one up Darkseid, I guess. That's yeah. way more interesting. And then and then the movie was supposed to end with like Darkseid coming and like killing him. Yeah, I heard he Darkseid was back. cut. Yeah. yeah, and then he says something like, Oh, I, I wanna see the Kryptonian or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, apparently in the uh the flashback or the history lesson on Steppenwolf, it goes into a lot more detail on um the people, the Amazons and the Atlanteans that are fighting him. There's more Green Lantern in it, uh-huh. which we should mention. There's a Green Lantern in right. this. Yeah, uh, Zeus is in it, and yep. Ares from yep. Wonder Woman are all fighting together. Yeah, and there's like lines of dialogue that are in all of the trailers that they completely cut out too about there's, Steppenwolf. There's a yeah. lot in the trailers that I was trying to look for in the movie that was just not there. Yeah. I mean, it's most likely cut, but... Cyborg's faceplate as he flies into space. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Um, there's some football footage of him, too, yeah, like yeah. in the slow-mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Superman's hologram that Batman's looking at. Yeah. Alfred saying something to, I'm assuming, Superman, mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, I didn't expect to see you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the stuff from the trailer... 
I think the one that I'm thinking of is like not the first one. I don't think I remember seeing in the yeah. movie at all, which is too bad. Too bad. I don't. It, yeah, it feels like, especially like in the very beginning, it felt like a lot of like cutting stuff to make up for time because it yeah. felt like a lot of scenes were very disjointed. Like it's like. Let's watch this guy go here. Now let's watch this guy go here. Let's watch this guy go here. Like, nothing flowed really too much in the first half. Right. But I never, like, I didn't feel like it was, like, as choppy as, like, Suicide Squad was. No, I completely agree. Yeah. This, I will still say, is a movie. Yep. Suicide Squad, (laughs) I will go to my grave saying that is not a movie. No. It's or it was a it was collection a two, it was of... a two hour it was a two hour music video yeah absolutely <laughs> probably two and a half hour music. <laughs> well it music. felt like that um, apparently there's cut footage of Iris West for yep, Flash's backstory that. and also Willem Dafoe as um, Volko or Volko yeah I've totally forgot like William Dafoe was supposed to be in this movie in Aqua or like Aquaman's area yeah. I like all we're talking about is a cut shit. <laughs> but, like, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff, though, yeah. that was like hyped to be in this movie, and then it just ended up on the floor, so it's weird. I don't it know, it it's felt a... like a... Yeah, It from from how you guys are talking about how much shit they cut, it felt like a very... Like a panic mode type movie, where we just, we just need to appeal to people. Yeah, make it as quick and painless yeah. as possible. Pretty yeah. much. Hopefully they're going in thinking, like, the the people that want it will buy the director's cut. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, I'll do that. Yeah. You know? I would, too. Like, there was some promising stuff in here, but, yeah, it just felt like, I don't know, it, it felt like there was something missing through most of it. <laughs> get as many showings as you can in a day, yeah. make up that money, and then get extra on the ac- extended version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one I heard. There was a cut where at the end Lois introduces Perry White to Clark Kent, aka Superman. Uh huh. So like the movie ends with her revealing to Perry White and maybe the world that Clark Kent is Superman, because it shows him in full Clark Kent garb at the end, and then he blasts off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're thinking like they had Clark Kent's funeral. Like why would he be like dressed as Clark Kent again? Yeah. yeah. But I guess she like he admits like yeah I'm Clark Kent. I'm also Superman. I want to, but I would, I, I would thought... like that though because it's so, it's so like out, out of left field that people would believe. Like, wait, you're Superman? Yeah, it's because he wears a pair of glasses. No one's putting that together. <laughs> I thought that Perry White was at the funeral, like at Clark Kent's funeral at the end of Batman v Superman. So I thought that'd be weird if they bury him and then he's like back alive and he's like. Nope, I was just buried under rubble in the in Metropolis or whatever. It's like, no, we saw you getting put in the ground. You were dead. But he's they're telling him that he is Superman, that Clark is Superman. Right, I get that. But, like, at, I mean, at the same time, it's like... They it, didn't put it together like, Superman's dead, Clark Kent's dead. <laughs> Wait a they're minute. They're probably not the same person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also, it kind of negates similar. the ending of Batman vs. Superman, where it mm. shows his coffin and the dirt rising. Yeah. And it's like, nope, still dead. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of that. Was like, that was like him, him. trying. Like, yeah. Maybe I, I can't. Oh, no, I can't. I'm going to say It seemed dead. like such a quick, like, oh, let's try this. It worked. We brought this guy back from the dead. Also, that fucking Krypton ship with the fucking ooze <laughs> in it is the biggest shortcut 
that fucking move those movies have ever made. They have made like, use of that Krypton yeah, ship. Yeah. It has been a pivotal point yeah. since. Like Man they just of Steel. need to turn that thing into a resurrection spa right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it's be the like, Lazarus pit. Yeah, there you go. it totally will yeah. be if they keep them going. Yeah, yeah. They just introduce someone called fucking uh, what's his name. Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, just Ra's al Ghul just like <laughs> buys the land and then turns into a Lazarus pit. Yeah, I wasn't huge on how they brought him back. I, wasn't I was either. hoping for something a little different. I was just hoping it would just be like in the comics where he's just he's like, just, he, yeah, I just needed better. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and like, why was his chest wound fixed? Don't and know. why, when he got out of the goo, was his hair perfectly parted in the <laughs> Superman part? And he, he didn't have like he could perfect chance for the beard and the mullet. Yeah, like yeah. when you're dead, your hair still grows for a little while. Like yeah. have him come back, but he looked perfect. How long was he dead? Any like a month? like a year? Was it? Hasn't a year? it been a year? I don't remember. I I don't know. Maybe shit, it was less. I but I thought he should have looked more crazed. Like yeah, he comes yeah. out of the ground and he looks perfectly fine. Yeah, like have him look like wild-eyed, crazy yeah. Superman. Yeah, you yeah know? Been and it sweet. felt super morbid. They were walking around with that dead body. <laughs> <laughs> so like they were they shipping a dead body and they're just carrying this dead person. Uh, well, I, I missed that part because I did get up and go to the bathroom during this movie. Oh, it's one of those movies. <laughs> but I, another Thor. <laughs> I, I came back and was like, I think I didn't miss anything. And Neil's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they brought Superman back to life. <laughs> and they left the mother box on the hood of a car. <laughs> I came back God. and like Flash was running and he touched the corner of the mother box. And I'm like, oh, that's how they bring Superman back. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Why couldn't they just sit the mother box in the water? Like, yeah. Did it have it to be the it. moment it touched? <laughs> it, it's something where like sense. it had to be charged the minute it hit the water or something. That's what they. That's what they said their explanation was. All right. Well, that's fine. Like that's why Whatever. he had to run. He had to run. <laughs> he had to run from like the other side <laughs> or something. Like his charged i don't know it's it doesn't so, matter like there's so much shit <laughs> you don't need to you don't yeah you don't even need <laughs> yeah like you don't even need that but they were just like let's throw it in and be fucking suspense like, speaking no, of superman be. coming back i got the biggest kick out of when he comes back in the final battle in full superman regalia uh-huh. and uh they all see him for the first time <laughs> batman's <laughs> facial expression is just priceless <laughs> like he looks at him in this, like, this look like he has the vapors. <laughs> Dude, it's a Batman. smile and almost like a cro- like a heavy chin, oh, like he's going to cry. It's just like... <laughs> Batman wants to fuck Superman so hard in this whole entire movie. Every time he oh brings him God. up, it's like... God, it feels like you're fighting back a boner right now. Every time he brings him up. When it's on DVD, I will get you a screenshot of that because <laughs> his, his look is priceless thank god <laughs> batman is weird in this because in the movie right before this one he's like if there's a one percent chance he's a he's an enemy we yeah. must like kill him or whatever and this is like if there's a one percent chance we can bring him back we must do it <laughs> yeah, no, it's like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about batman pick a stance <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was funny what did you think about uh uh, like, but... Superman is in Batman's Boys Club. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Along with Robin. I think... All of them. <laughs> um, I think uh, Jeremy Irons is really good in this. I think oh, I liked great. him more than in this than I liked him in Batman v Superman, I think. I loved him in BVS, but I thought he was 
just on point in this. I like him yeah. as Alfred. I like J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon too for, for like, like the, the two, two scenes. Yeah, the two yeah. scenes yeah. he was in. But I thought he was good. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm ready for more of that. I don't know why the hell he needed to beef up like yeah. he did. That's <laughs> in no, a trench coat. He's in more layers than anybody in this movie. How about the guy from Mindhunters playing a goon in the beginning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Batman just leaves them tied up on a rooftop. And <laughs> After just... they share a moment where they see the parademon and they're like, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this world, man. Like, And they're it? just like, yeah, it really Since is. We're on the well, be- see you later. <laughs> Since we're jumping to the beginning, let's talk about how, I guess, the death of Superman equals the rise in orange vendor terrorism. <laughs> that seems to be the only crime that's on the rise. And that one homeless man just tried. Just tried. <laughs> he tried so hard. Oh, Snyder goes for that really... He goes for it in his yeah. credit sequences. He sure does. But I'm fine with that. Like, That's fine. Instead of just everything's a joke, like, go serious, man. Go for it. Put Play the moody, somber song. Slow-mo it. We don't get enough of those. I can do it. I'm still thinking about that Batman scene in the Mindhunter's guy. Okay, okay. Also, did Batman piece this together? He got, like, Lex Luthor's notes about, like, three squares. Mm-hmm, and yeah. then because one of those things dies on the wall and has three squares for whatever reason, he's like, they're connected. Yeah, well, I didn't get that. Why? At all. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. Looking enough for squares. That doesn't make any sense. When all the parademons die, they like give up the, their secret of the three boxes. Yeah. Well, Alfred technically figured it out. <laughs> oh, that's true. Alfred being the most Alfredy in this movie. Yeah. Just wants Batman to get laid and to <laughs> yeah. maybe God. quit or continue being Batman. He must I have stock tell. in Bruce Wayne's dick because he is constantly. <laughs> Trying to find ways for it to be put in something. Uh, that's very true. Even though he didn't need any help because he rolls out of bed and BVS with somebody in it, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to bang higher property value, like Wonder Woman or <laughs> yeah. something. He I wants know. his dick to invest in somebody. <laughs> don't be just going around. Yeah. He, Places Alfred, like that, he's going to end up in the boys' club. Don't be those penny stocks. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred, Anywhere. Alfred, Alfred, is, Alfred is going <laughs> Your name sums it up perfectly, Pennyworth. Uh, <laughs> Alfred is going the whole if don't don't buy, you can't no one will buy the cow if you give away the milk for free kind of scenario. Very good. So I uh, I had learned before I saw this that Danny Elfman has his classic Batman theme yep. and the John Williams Superman theme. Yeah. And if I didn't read that going in, I would not have caught it in the movie. I, I was looking for it. A and few it's, moments in it's there. It's in there, but it's it's so like overcome by the action sound effects. Like yeah. I I would have missed it if I wasn't looking for it. I missed... I wanted a full on orchestra, like the <laughs> yeah. opening of the Batman cartoon. Yeah, I missed the Superman one and I couldn't place it, but I did I... catch the Batman ones because I used it a few times. I think the Superman one is only like one or two notes of it, like when he oh really comes in at the end and kind of like settles down to the ground. I think they do a little bit of it, but not much. Mm. But I yeah I did pick up when Batman like because I even mentioned to Neil during the movie I'm like. Having that Batman theme, I think, helps Batman in this movie. Yeah. Really, Batman doesn't do a whole lot in this movie. No, no. he doesn't. Like, he's yeah, he kind of taking a way yeah. step back from like. Yeah, Batman like he is definitely more in the background. But like, that's what I like about Batman is like he's in the background, but he's still like moving all the pieces. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's kind of the leader. Like he's kind of in the background, like kind of like showing people what they should do. 
But the, yeah, I was looking for like a standout moment of his too, but I don't really have one in this movie. I can't think of any. Not really. Because like he had that amazing fight scene in Batman v Superman. God yeah. damn it! Yeah, yeah he nothing like that in this. I would have liked. I would have liked that. Yeah, I was waiting for him to mop the floor with a bunch of pair demons or something, and then he never did. He can barely fight him off in it. I know, I, <laughs> yeah. but I was like hoping he'd just be like pair demon gun and then like punch one in the face he batarang d- one go punch more and then gun, he gun, does gun, have gun. a predilection for guns <laughs> <laughs> that is keeping in tune yeah, yeah. even the really... part where he gets in the crawler and he's like sorry i didn't bring a sword it's like oh yeah this batman loves guns and then his batmobile has the biggest gun shell casings <laughs> popping out of that thing i've ever seen oh my god he loves guns <laughs> loves guns uh, um i can't really think of anything else are we talking about steppenwolf yet i was just gonna say um for in the list of things that doesn't make any sense why does steppenwolf invade earth because superman is suddenly dead when he had thousands of years <laughs> to invade earth <laughs> no before shit. superman came yeah. to earth i think like, five he's thousand been dead be exact, for like right? a year and yeah. he's like well let's do it <laughs> I know for a fact now that there are no Kryptonians yeah. on Earth. For sure. They're all like, dead. <laughs> how I pieced it together was like, I think Superman being on Earth and being found by Zod like showed people that Earth exists. And then when Superman died, then it became free game. That's how I pieced it together. I guess, what did Luther say? Like They, set, they rang the bell. At the end of BBS, oh, yeah. ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 classic ding. mother box sound. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess by by doing something, they set an alarm, and that's when they knew they could come to Earth. I suppose so. So okay, that makes sense. How about that upper lip? <laughs> oh, can we talk about the mustache for a bit? Jesus! All I could do was stare at that upper lip. I mean, I was looking out for it in this movie, and. If I didn't know going in, I think there would have been only, like, two times that I'd been like, that looks weird. It's all I looked at. I couldn't tell what was fake and what the was kid, real. The kid podcast scene looked the worst. Yeah, like it looked the, like, and that was the first. Yeah, thing and it looked coming. like it looked like his lip was like flesh color. Like this upper lip was flesh colored. Where you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it didn't really sit right. I thought it was like it felt like it was floating on there, but uh. because they had the grainy footage, they felt like yeah. they could get away with more or something. I thought they even had it in like the up close stuff. I thought it all looked fake. I don't even know what's real or what this is. I thought the, I thought every upper lip in the movie looked fake. All I of still the lips. think your lips look fake. <laughs> it ruined me on lips. I don't even know what's real anymore. Uh. Dave, I need to tell you something. I've never had a beard. Oh my god. <laughs> and then there was like one other time after that, I was like. I don't think this is well because it's like he's showing a lot of teeth at one point too. I'm like when he's choking Batman. I swear that's yeah, CGI. That might have been yeah. the other one too. I can't remember. But it I, all looked fake. They should have just had him come back with a beard or a mustache. Yeah, exactly. it wouldn't matter if he died and came back with a mustache. You'd be like time. Time does a toll on a yeah. body. Yeah, <laughs> and he looks great with that more mustache. More to work with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Can man. you believe there's footage out there of him in the full Superman outfit with a mustache? <laughs> like, I oh my god, like, we gotta see that. I've seen like ten Twitter avatars of just Superman with a mustache, and I'm like, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually heard like I actually heard someone like went out on Halloween as Superman with a mustache. <laughs> oh, like, that's it's like a good. perfect that's an amazing costume. 
on his cape it says Paramount wins. <laughs> <laughs> Paramount lives. Does yeah. have like the Superman costume, but it says MI6 on the, <laughs> where the S is? Advertising Mission Impossible 6 <laughs> on the back. Oh, oh my god. Oh, but with all that good. being said, I like I as I said in the beginning, like, I really liked how Superman is portrayed in this. Like, especially at the end where like he like goes out of his way to help Cyborg pull the mother boxes like apart. Like, yeah, I like and that. And then when that happens and they're like both laying there, like they're like knocked out and they start laughing, like that's a total like situation where it's like we went through this near death situation and now we're like connecting through like Holy fuck, that was fucked up. Yeah. Also, also like when they are pulling the mother boxes apart and Superman's like, I don't like being dead. And that also kind of like works with Cyborg too. And yeah. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Even though I didn't really get it while watching it, I put it together later. I think I might even heard it somewhere else. But either way, it still works. But I don't yeah. know. Like hearing Superman laugh made me feel really good. It's yeah. like a massive <laughs> yeah. course correction it though. Felt... Because that is not in his character in these... <laughs> Snyder it, string of it, films, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but it felt so good. Yeah, it just felt good. Like to just be like, here's his all powerful being, and he's happy. Right. Like to like to have him like being like very sullen all the time. It's like, well, f- well, then fuck us. Then why are you even helping us? <laughs> the fact that we're we, we're making you so depressed, just leave because we're just pieces of shit. Yeah, we're not worth saving. It's totally how Superman should be, but right. like where they open it with that cell phone footage, almost like they're reminding the audience, like, remember this Superman? Like he's cheering, yeah. he loves helping kids. Yeah, you're like. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Did this happen between I heard, the like, movies? Review, I like heard this a review. happened after he died in the last one. I like heard a review for it, and they when like that first question they have, so how many people have you saved? And he's like, uh, and they're like, yeah, he's fighting back saying zero. He <laughs> killed way more people than he saved. Oh shit. Um, I also um somebody else I think on another show said like that footage should have shown up more at the end, where like that. Like, what does humanity mean to you? And he kind of, like, pauses mm-hmm. and then, like, goes to answer and then it cuts. Yeah, they could have bookended it with yeah, that or something. Yeah, I thought that would have been pretty clever to yeah. do. But well, there's still time for the didn't. extended cut to throw that in. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, But no, I just, it felt good to, like, see Superman having fun. Because, honestly, if you are an, a being from another world and you come to Earth... Like, what stake would you have in us if we're making you feel like shit? Why wouldn't you just be like, all right, peace, I'm leaving? Yeah. Like, I want that feeling that, like, you like us. <laughs> and I wish that would have been put more forward in, like, other movies as well. Like, his he was raised to think that. But, like, Jonathan Kent in Man of Steel <laughs> is just like, but Kent is a drag. fucking hate yeah. everybody. <laughs> but, yeah, well, you if should the probably boss just goes fucking... into the water. Don't save anybody. <laughs> you should probably fucking leave. <laughs> Get We're out all here. pieces of shit. Yeah, I we're did... all gonna die anyway. <laughs> well, like, What's yeah. the point? But like the fact that he nihilist saved... Pockhead. <laughs> that should be a Twitter handle. <laughs> nihilist Pockhead. <laughs> but like the fact that he saves everybody and he's happy about it to the point where he's laughing. Like it made me feel good. Yeah, me too. Like, that's I even what I liked, liked when uh, Flash like pushes that truck to safety and then Superman flies with the, the whole building. The whole building. And I, I could just hear him being like, 
<laughs> like yeah. whistling as like he goes by. It was just a day How did that like a building retain its structural integrity. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It could have been balancing on like a pin. <laughs> Speaking of that, one of the thi- the the most abundant Joss Whedonism of the entire goddamn movie was Aquaman? that European family that oh, they had to yeah. constantly show oh, like. Yeah. There's a fam. There's people in danger here. There's one family living yeah. in this God. burned out hellhole, so or noble or and we have to we keep are, checking man. in on them yeah. to make sure, like, yep, there's lives at risk. Yeah. There's a human face on that. I, I thought hated that. I yeah. thought you were gonna bring up the Aquaman sitting on the lasso scene. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna bring up when Batman falls and says, "I'm bleeding somewhere." That too. And I was also thinking about when Batman what, has vagina? an affair with, a, <laughs> with someone. <laughs> But, uh, no, like, that family seemed, like, so overkill. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, there's people in danger, but just this one family. No one else apparently lives here. Watch out for those danger roots or whatever they they are. And they were there for, like, days. Like, (laughs) how are the parademons not getting in? Do they not know how to work doors? And then they just left. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they just left. Like, they were like, why didn't you leave earlier? Well, it's because Batman drove down with his speaker system is sonos <laughs> sweet bose speaker yeah. system he's got on that batmobile playing covers of bowie and beatles songs <laughs> and like the people have said the cgi was questionable and other than the cgi mustache removal i don't think it was too bad other than the terraforming in that whole end fight scene it was like someone said oh the movies are so dark and gray can we make them purple? Dark and red <laughs> yeah. instead? Can we make yeah. them just dark and red and purple? Yeah. It I, was just like the exact same look, but they just swapped color palettes. In the trailer, I thought that was really, like, disheartening. But in the movie, I guess I didn't notice it as much as we were going along with the whole thing. But I thought, like, the red overtones was going to, like, kind of be a cry to, like, crisis final crisis or something it never did no it never was that but whatever overall i could have used someone more than steppenwolf me too just <laughs> make it dark a side tease of dark side yeah. oh yeah it could have just been dark side yeah because now we don't know like did this do well are we getting another one are yeah. we ever gonna get like yeah. a dark side follow-up like he's the one you use not right. fucking steppenwolf yeah. no one knows who steppenwolf is yeah like no i'm a comic way. fan i didn't really know him until i heard he was a villain in this and then again he saw the wiki the shit out of him because yeah. like, i don't know who this shit is like and he's just lame like just use dark he's like a dark side he's like, a dark side light yeah, yeah exactly and like i i know why they're apprehensive to use him because he's similar to thanos but like Use them first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you got yeah. got to them. You make Marvel seem like a bitch. And then they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, you're going to use fucking Thanos? Like, well, like Darkseid and Justice League? <laughs> yeah, because then you know what they'd force to do? They'd be forced to have Disney buy 20th Century Fox <laughs> yeah. to get fucking Galactus. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> then they Just can one-upping like, them. Yeah, yeah, then what does DC have to do? Anti-Monitor. And uh. then we're all fucking happy. <laughs> My guess is they're going to try to throw in th- uh Thanos, dark side into like the flashpoint thing. Like that might be where we get him. Yeah, maybe. And on that note, I really have to pee. So talk amongst yourselves. Go ahead. Um, so JT. Yes. Oh fuck. Well, he's leaving. I want to talk about the after credit sequences. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to go towards too, but (laughs) yeah, he left. Um, well we can talk. I know you want to talk about the second one. So let's talk about the first one. Oh yeah. The first one, which I thought was a fun, I thought it was a fun uh, throw-in. 
Yeah, me like, too. It's like it's a, it's a debate that everyone has. Yeah, and they threw it in where it felt like a, just a fun reference. Yeah, um, it's if anyone doesn't know, it's like the race between Flash and Superman. Yeah, but uh, I I also thought it was fun. I really like any time they ever do that. Yeah. Um, and in this one, it seemed like it could be a fun thing because Superman is like almost equal with the Flash. Because mm-hmm. any other time, I'm like, well, Flash is faster, duh. Yeah. Like, of course he's gonna win. Yeah. But like, I like this as like maybe Superman's trying to like almost make him like push himself. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. But I, and I, like even like their the fight scene where like Superman like looks at him and like tries to punch him when he's like going crazy and shit like. It seemed like he was a little slower than Flash, but not that much slower than Flash. Right. So it's like, it, like it seems believable. Like it would be an actual close fight. Yeah. And like, hey, when they were debating whether they should run to the Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean, like right. just shit like that was like, I like like that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, like that. I really like that. Um, they've done that like a bunch of different times in like the comics. They even did it in like Smallville, and they might have even done it in another thing too, but. Every time they do it, I'm just like, this is fun. This is just like, this is them not like having a civil war. Yeah. I'm like, let's have a fun little race and whoever wins will buy you off the Snickers. Yeah. And yeah, it was like another, it was another (laughs) situation where it felt like it's like it humanized Superman more Mm -hmm. where he wasn't brooding on whether or not people liked him, even though half the people liked him and half the people didn't like him. And he just like, was like, well, the other half doesn't like me. Yeah. But here it's like, he, he felt like. He was actually falling into places like, I like being this hero for the people. Yeah. Even though I hated how, like, dumb Flash is in this. It's like, okay, we're going to the uh, Atlantic Ocean. And it's like, no, we're going that way. Like, but he's I th- still a kid. That's the he thing. He is man. not a He is an adult. But he's and even still a kid fucking... knows, like, what direction the Atlantic he's, or Pacific Ocean is. I don't know. He's is. just... Well... Fuck. Okay, so you, like, stay in which, like, if you go out there without a compass, can you point where's north, south, east, and west? Which way if you're the in the middle of Ocean, somewhere. Troy. The Atlantic Ocean would be east. Which so direction point, yeah, is Yeah, point east? to it right now. I don't know. The sun's not up. I can't tell. <laughs> I don't know where my house lays. It's on weird landlines. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Such a flash thing <laughs> yeah, to say. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Anyway, I just, I don't know. Um, for him being a CSI investigator, I think he's pretty dumb. But uh, he's working his way up. He just yeah, got the papers. He's like, yeah. Oh, he only yeah. got hired as an investigator. He doesn't know which way's east. <laughs> Good for fucking him. Um, anyway, the second after, unless you wanted to add to the first after credit scene. The race. Nope, I think he covered it. Great. Good. The second one, JT, you specifically texted me about this, so I'll let you... Have the floor. Oh, well, uh, um, uh, shit. It's not the race. Yeah, it's not the race. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. God damn it. Names just escape me out of nowhere. Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Lex Luthor. Yes. Uh, has escaped from jail uh-huh. and is on a yacht and meets up with the person that sprung him, who is Deadshot. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. <laughs> Yeah, damn it. They're all the same. Deathstroke, (laughs) who looks like motherfucking Johnny Depp from fucking. He looks fantastic. It looks like Warner Brothers took the fucking wig from Johnny Depp as whoever from Fantastic Beasts and like douched it up with some fucking spikes and put it on his head. He looks terrible, (laughs) awful. I forgot that it was Joe Manganiello. 
when he took off his mask. Because even after I left, I thought it was the guy from Arrow who was Deathstroke. And I'm like, oh man, they must have... He's in that one too? And I'm like, wait a minute. No, it was Joe Manganiello. But like, I completely forgot. But he looks like shit. Like, they bleached the shit out of his hair where you can barely tell he has hair. Well, he's supposed to be... He always has, like, white hair and stuff. Deathstroke does. Yeah. I thought his costume was almost a little too comic book accurate, that it looked, like, bulky <laughs> and like a Halloween yeah. costume. Yeah, it looked like he was cosplaying. Like, they... Most of the time, you know, they kind of leather body yeah. suited up. This yeah. one, they didn't, and I feel like, of all the characters, <laughs> his would lend itself to not being so vibrantly... Yeah. colorful yeah i think at this point i was like looking forward to leave and so like i didn't really pay close <laughs> attention to this except for when they teased the like league of evil superheroes or whatever they want to they're Which gonna could call be it. anybody yeah. yeah yeah but i was like that seems like a more interesting plot than the what we just got I think just that, oh yeah. yeah that would be a, a way cooler because it's something that uh, like uh the Avengers is not played with yet. No, uh, like a, a group of evil, yeah, a villains? group of evil people versus a group of good people, <laughs> where they actually want to try and kill each other. Like yeah. that would be, that'd be something that DC would have over Marvel tenfold. Yeah, yeah, and then they'd try to pair them up, like get a villain for each character and all yeah. that. Like, yeah, I think that would be cool. That'd be yeah. amazing. Me too. And just think, like they've established that Batman's been operating for twenty years, so they just go to Arkham Asylum and like. Not Two Face, not Clayface, not Scarecrow. Yeah, like not they the just, faces. Yeah, none of the faces. They can just pick <laughs> yeah, through and have yeah. them. All, they all exist. Yeah. But like, we're gonna go with Bane or whoever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That'd be great. But we didn't get that. No. But maybe the. Ne- but like, maybe that's what they're building towards. Yeah. Because yeah. that'd be cool if that was the next one. And if they do a third movie, if it even gets this far, they then they do Dark Side after like the Thanos thing has worn off a little bit, and then they can have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be all right. Yeah. Like, to have, like, a little dip and then rise up for, like, a big threat. Because yeah. if they do Dark Side Nest and then they do, like, the League of Evil Superheroes yeah. or whatever it is, or Evil... Yeah, yeah. Like, the League would be a good kind of, like, like if... inner... Like, uh... What do you, what do you call it? Intermission? <laughs> you know, yeah. between the a big Temple ones. Temple of Doom between <laughs> yeah. the other ones. Because because they play, like, Dark an Side... apocalypse thing where it's, like, they face off against each other, they've beating each other to a pulp and then dark side shows up and now they have to come together to beat dark side oh, yeah. that'd be pretty cool yeah because no matter what they do dark side is going to be exactly like what we just got yeah he yeah. has parademons he wants to like take over the earth like yeah. it is going to be exactly what steppenwolf's plan was yeah yeah but uh, everyone likes dark side more so hopefully that's better. Yeah, but like just having one character do the same thing but look different isn't terribly enticing. <laughs> but he's got those weird crazy eye beams. Omega beams. That's right. Yeah. Or omega sanctions, depending on whatever you listen to. Mm-hmm. Beams are better. Yeah. Well, they're beamier. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. Um, well, I think that brings us to the end of our review, possibly, yes. unless anyone else has any bullet points. I think we've covered it. That's it for me. Pretty in-depth. What, uh, what would you grade this movie on a 8F scale, everybody. I'll go first. Go for it. I am going to... Uh, maybe give this movie a C-. minus. Oh, really? That, yeah. That low? Yeah, I mean, I we talked... Uh, there's a lot of stuff I ended up liking about this movie, but as a whole, I left thinking, like, 
This is kind of forgettable. It's okay, but like I can never remember what happened at the end of this movie. But it was a step in the right direction. So, I don't know. Maybe a C, C minus. Yeah, that's where I'm going to stick. I, uh, I feel like it's total, like, junk food superhero movie where it doesn't say or do anything. Yeah. But I was never bored by it. And even though it's kind of dumb in a lot, and there's so much you can pick apart. Yeah. Like, I was entertained by it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would give it a B minus C plus, uh-huh. and it is not a good movie, but it's <laughs> right. It's fine, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, watchable. Exactly, yeah. But I even before I went into it, I'm like, if this movie is fine, that's the best it could ever be. Yeah. And I think it was just a little bit below that though, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, other than me being sick of talking about it and thinking about it, uh-huh. like when I do think about it. It's, I'm so torn on, like, oh, it has all these problems, but, like, that part was kind of good. And, yeah, like, I, I know. I'm it's right there easy with to you, overlook. Yeah. It's just, it's right in the middle. Like, depending on your mood, I think, or the day, <laughs> yeah. you could yeah. go either way. Yeah. Like, I thought about it once. I was like, yeah, it was solid. And I thought about it again. I was like, yeah, but it wasn't great. And it just, it's right on the line. I do want to see this movie again, like, at home and just, like, take it in again, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, JT. Oh, I I went into this <clears throat> review tonight thinking that I liked it more, but like listening to all of the things that were wrong <laughs> with it, like I was like, oh yeah, that was a really oof shit. <laughs> but like I think I'm like in between you guys, where I'm gonna give it like a like a middle of the road C. Yeah. Like there were some things in there where I feel like they tried to like a like establish some things that aren't Avengers type, like. The dynamic of the team and, like, actually maybe establishing a possible, like, good team versus bad team type movie in the long run. Like, actually trying to differentiate themselves from the Avengers. But a lot of this did feel like a Marvel movie where they tried to copy the Avengers and it just was very watered down. Like, the jokes didn't hit, like, the Avengers. Like, the action didn't hit, like, the Avengers. And, like, I feel like, yeah, like, they just... They tried way too hard to copy Marvel when Marvel already did it way better. Like 17 almost, times. Yeah, yeah. Way better, <laughs> like, a long time ago. So, But, like, from... But beyond that, like, there was still some fun stuff in there, and there was, like, still some fun characters and, like, some fun action scenes. So, yeah. Just beyond that, just, like, a, a strong C. I feel it was serviceable with the prospect of... Of a solid B B plus in there somewhere yeah. that we didn't get to see. Yeah, yeah I believe like yeah, that. It would never have been an A. Steppenwolf no. <laughs> alone yeah. would yeah. not make Knocks it an it A. a whole letter grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel without the meddling and everything, it probably could have been pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah, with all the things that we said that were cut out, those were like way interesting plot points. And yeah. I'm like, Fuck, why weren't those in there? In bl- I mean, everything else that happened with this, it could have easily been a D or an F, too. Oh, so, yeah, like, complete disaster. You know, yeah, it so. was just okay. Yeah. It's not the most exciting right. <laughs> review, yeah. but, like, it's it's fine. Yep. I feel like it played it safe enough where it was serviceable, but that was also his detriment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Well... Besides Justice League, everybody, is there anything else that you've been into this last week that you'd like to bring up? 
wants to start. Dave, do you? I, I've as we talked about off air, I've been really enjoying Mind Hunter. Yeah. Uh, great adult show. Mm-hmm. Smart, intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like I, as much as I love, you know, fanboying out on all this genre shit. Yeah. Like I just, especially with Justice League, I was just like, I think I'm kind of. I'm, I've reached my limit for like a, a week. You know, I just need to. <laughs> sure, yeah. I need to just get a breather of something else, and this yep. is perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge David Fincher fan, and he kind of was instrumental in getting this going. He directed mm. the first couple episodes. Yeah. Um. Really well done. Cool psychological crime drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've also been reading uh, Mike Mignola's BPRD series, the companion piece to Hellboy. Yep. Been just chugging through that mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah it's so good and then yeah. also today oh my lord went to the comic shop picked up a copy of doomsday clock number one i was gonna buy that right after the show and read it it is pretty good oh boy <laughs> oh boy for anyone that doesn't know doomsday clock is dc's follow-up to Watchmen. Oh, shit. The greatest comic book of all time. Sure. Yeah. Written in 86, a miniseries, 12 and done. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's been forever mm-hmm. until just now DC has decided to bring the Watchmen characters into their DC universe proper. Okay. Which could obviously be a huge disaster. <laughs> yeah. But they're taking it very seriously and the first issue, written by Jeff Johns and illustrated by the amazing Gary Frank, uh-huh. is solid as hell. Yes, it looks like <laughs> I don't know. I, was hoping for. I don't know where it's going, but like right off the bat, it's all Watchmen. Like it picks up right after Watchmen. Okay, it's following Watchmen characters, and like it's really interesting. And all I right. don't know where it's going. Sweet, but it. I mean, it is checking all the boxes that it should be. Sweet. Awesome. I'm excited then. Yeah. You made me excited. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JT, you got anything you've been into? Uh, I watched uh, the movie Brigsby Bear. Okay. The movie brought out by, uh, I think it was produced by Lonely Island. Okay. That did... Uh, Paddington Bear? No, <laughs> but no, they did like that pop Sorry. star or whatever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a whole bunch of shit. But yeah. this movie's actually really fun, though. Like it's about a, a a guy. Well, as a baby, he was kidnapped by these people, like these this couple. One of them being played by Mark Hamill. That uh, trap him in like a bomb shelter, and while he's there, like the dad uh, decides that he's going to uh, make. This ch- this children's epi- like these children's show called Brigsby Bear to kind of uh, teach him how to like live his life as he grows up. Like he gets, he keeps making the show, and then of course he gets rescued and like his what he believes are his parents get arrested, and it's like basically him trying to figure out how to live his life without Brigsby Bear, but then he decides to make a movie, and it's I don't know it's really fun like if you ever everyone in it is so uh like welcoming of his obsession with the brigsby bear that it like makes you feel good about the weird things that you're into <laughs> okay like because it's like it kind of like feeds off that whole like hipster thing of like cheesy ch- like childhood uh 
like programming being cool. Like he shows him these episodes of Briggsy Bear and he's like, that's fucking badass, man. <laughs> like, but and like it just makes you feel good that like this kid that's kind of weird has like this thing about him that like brings people together because they think it's weird too and they want to be a part of that with him. I don't know. It was I really liked it. All right, right on. And like it's the one of the guys is like one of the guys from SNL. And uh, like Greg Kinnear's in it, Mark Hamill's in it. Beck Bennett is that the guy from SNL? Beck Bennett is in it, but he's not that guy. Nah. It's like he's got like curly <laughs> hair, like longer curly hair. I can't think oh, of his name. Uh, no, I can't think of his name. Either. Okay, but yeah, but no, he's really good in it though. Like he plays like a weird character. Kyle Mooney. Yes, I think that's who it is. Nice work. Yes. But it's like hilarious because like he'll do like these things where like he looks stuff up online, but he doesn't know how to like use like Google search. So he'll like type it out like it's a conversation where it's like, "Can you show me how to make a movie, please? I want to know more. Thank you." <laughs> like, that's his whole search. Like, but it's it's amazing. Like it's amazing. Like he's like a weird dude, but he's so charming. Like it's a really fun movie. I just definitely checking it out. Sweet deal. And. uh I was sick yesterday, so I like watched The Hateful Eight again. Yep. Man, it's really good a second time around. I just saw that it was on Netflix, and maybe it's been on Netflix for a while, but I just added it to my queue to watch. It's Have you not seen it? No, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. Well, thanks, Dave. <laughs> Especially like watching it a second time around where you can watch uh Samuel L. Jackson piecing everything together, like after knowing what you've known from the first time around watching it. Because, like, he's, like, a guy that's been to this place before, and they don't know that. So you can watch him, like, looking at things and, like, kind of being, like, all, like, shifty-eyed about it. And then they actually show the scene where they take over the place to, like, wait to... Minnie's haberdashery. Minnie's haberdashery, (laughs) yeah. When When they take over Minnie's haberdashery to get back this prisoner chick, and it's like, like, oh, shit, that's why you looked at that that way, and that's why I looked at that way. And then they even, like, pieced together, like, how they were able to, like, perform alibis for each other because they heard this other person say this one thing to somebody else. Like, it that one scene pieces everything together where you're like, that's how that all played out. Like, it was really smart. It's a lot smarter than I remember it being. Like, I kind of li- liked it a lot more the second time around watching it. Oh. Yeah, it's a good movie. All right. And it's very much like a locked room mystery. Like, yeah. once they get to the cabin, that's it you know it could be a play yeah i think it was originally going to be a play yeah and then he decided to make it into a movie yeah like it's really it's really smart especially like uh when they do scenes where uh the certain like certain people that were at the at minis haberdashery when they got taken over and they were kind of threatened to not say anything are are talking to someone that just showed up like you can kind of see people in the background being like very shifty like making sure they don't say anything they're not supposed to say and you do not you do not put that together at all when you're watching it the first time around. You probably wouldn't put it together at all if I tell you that and you're watching it. But then going back and watching it the second time around where you're like, oh shit, yeah, that's why that guy's just kind of like just like sitting there not doing anything, just kinda of looking out the back like out the corner of his eye. So do you think that Samuel L. Jackson's character actually made that general son perform fellatio on him out in the cold? Not at all. Or do you think he was just saying that to get him riled up? Not at all. Because he made up the he yeah, made he, up the letter. He was a liar. Yeah. yeah, that's his whole thing is that he, he makes shit up to get what he wants because that's why he made up the letters so that he can show that to people and be like, oh, now you owe me a favor because I showed you this Lincoln letter. letter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. Good character. It's, it's amazing. I love right. it. Right on. Kurt Russell. I will fully actually, bearded. I will actually try to watch this movie. Oh, it's really good. Tarantino, <laughs> man. All right. Take he it only easy. gives us one every couple of years. You, yeah. you got to soak him up. All right. Take it easy. I'm taking it easy. And besides trying to binge a shit ton of Punisher, that's all I've been watching. All right. Uh, well, speaking of Punisher, I caught the first half of the first episode last night. Slow down. Oh, wow. Look out. <laughs> I know. Well, I started it late and I fell asleep and then whatever. That's how it happened. But, Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but I actually am into it for the what I've seen of it. Yeah. Um, hopefully it picks up a little bit from what I've seen, but I like where it's headed so far. So I'm into that. Um, also, I've read the first four issues of Mr. Miracle. By Tom King and uh, Mitch Geralds. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, really good. Like it has to deal a lot with like Jack Kirby Fourth World stuff, but it never like really loses you in all that weird continuity. Like you kind of understand what's going on. Dark side stuff. Yeah, it's dark side stuff, but dark side's not in it. It's like Orion, Mister Miracle, Big Barda. And that's about all you really need to know. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting and I think really well done. Probably one of the best things I've read this year. Tom King is I just... Uh, He's just killing it right sure now. Sure bet right now. Uh, with him and his Batman run in Vision. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's been pretty much hits ever since Vision. Mm-hmm. Plus he did uh, Sheriff of Babylon for Vertigo and um, mm-hmm. Omega Men for DC, which yeah. is supposed to be all of them great. Yep. Um, but that's all I have been into this last week. Right on. Well, JT, if people want to talk to you about how I don't watch Tarantino movies on time, where <laughs> could they do a that? Strange conversation, but <laughs> you can catch me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, why not Bucky for everyone on Snapchat? Dave? Um, I I mainly uh, use the Imperious Rex mm-hmm. handle, mm-hmm. so that's Imperious Rex Show. Twitter, Twitter at whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, at Imperious Rex Show on Twitter, I believe it what it is. That's it. I don't write to myself, so <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Um, sometimes I accidentally fave my own tweet from Imperious Rex Show. <laughs> if sometimes I do that, that's anyway, right. it still counts. Yeah, it's still it's still a fave, so it's it's, it's up enough. there. It's um, you can find me at Short of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at uh, Review Review Pod on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find both me and Dave at Imperious Rex Show on Twitter. How about that? And Gmail. Show at gmail.com. Oh, Do you have any questions or anything that's longer than 280 characters? <laughs> Which shouldn't be anymore. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, yeah. Please, God, it's enough. Uh, you can also find all of our new episodes uploaded on ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. Also uploaded on all of your podcatchers anywhere. We're also on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, you can leave us a comment or you can take a shorter amount of time and give us a star review. Because if you like the show, one of those helps other people find the show as well. And of course, we also have a Gmail account, just like me and Dave have an Imperious Rex account. And it's at ReviewReviewPod at gmail. Are you still talking? <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of plugs, Dave. But that's all I got. Boy. That's all I got. That's it. That's all of it. Next also, week. look out for our tournament random movies. We got Grumpier Old Men in Shanghai Noon. Yep. So vote for that on all of the social medias. Yep. Next week, we do have something in the works for our Leftover Turkey episode. Yes. I've decided, I, since 
It's been put up to me. We will do the movie that got Colin Trevorrow fired from Star Wars. <laughs> his classic film, The Book of Henry, for our Leftover Turkey episode. Yeah. Book of Henry. So if you want to... With a small review for The Punisher on Netflix. Yes. Also. We will. Well thrown in I there. will also have that watched maybe by then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll for sure have it watched because I was sick like the last two days from work. So I watched a shit ton of it. All right. Sweet deal. And if you want to see what any of us look like in the flesh, check out this episode, which will be up on the Imperius Rex channel on That's, YouTube. Yes, very for true. Sure. And all of our previous episodes of Imperius Rex, well, I think, are pretty great. They're pretty good. Yes. Good times. I like them. Thank you. JT is a fan. Awesome. I like that. I don't even read comics that much, and I still like them. That's that's wonderful. That's a that's a lovely. Uh, that's we, a lovely. We, we try that's really. Absolutely. We try very adequately to make great episodes. <laughs> uh, but until next time, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And for Ghost Hunter Dave, it, if I could, I'm Ghost Hunter Dave. <laughs> Still, we, we are off.